BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What is up, Gypsy Gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. This one has been in the making for a long time, but I'm so glad that it happened when it did. That's the way that these things always go down. There's a lot of people that are kind of flitting about. Uh, on the fringes, on the borderline of actually coming, sitting down and doing the show. Um, But they always happen at the exact right time, I reckon. Uh, And this podcast with Mitch Robinson happened at the exact right time. Uh, Last week, we went out and we tested uh, the full range of 2022 Huskies for the guys at Bike Sales. Uh, And Mitch Robbo, he was a shredder back in the day. He's keen to get back in the saddle uh, of course, I sold him on a 350. He said, basically, you need to get on this bike, mate. This is the one you got to be on. So we got him some gear, uh, got out there. Um, he was shredding around with the boys and then uh, got him in to do the podcast. So I'm super excited for this one. I won't talk too much. Uh, we'll get into the ads. Some of the ads have got something to do with Robbo. So, you know, a bit more of the story will get told. Um, first of all, new sponsor, uh, the guys at TrainAid. So TrainAid.com, T-R-A-I-N-A-D-E.com. Uh, TrainAid is Geordie Sullivan's uh, company. Uh, when he came on the podcast, we talked a lot about hydration. If you listen to every episode of the podcast, you've heard me talk about um, some of the problems I have with hydration, just mainly just drinking enough water and then the kidney problems and the training and the sweat. And I ended up really cooking my noodle, uh, a lot. So, uh, Geordie being, um, a guy that is responsible for the weight cutting of UFC champions, uh, needed a product that would hydrate his athletes as quick, uh, and as safe as possible. Um, so he worked with a bunch of different people, just experts from around the world to formulate train aid. Uh, and it's really good. Uh, so before, before we, I guess like made a partnership deal to do some ads. I've actually gone through one and a half tubs. Um, and basically my program is I've got a 1.5 liter water bottle. I put two scoops in, in the morning. Uh, then I'll drink my 1.5 liters. When I get home, I'll mix up another two scoops in another 1.5 liters. So I'm, I'm taking on three liters, uh, of that a day. So, um, it's just, I just struggle drinking water. I just don't like water for whatever reason. I struggle to drink a lot of it. Uh, as soon as I add something kind of nice into it, um, it makes it a lot easier. So that's been my program. It's been unbelievable. I can really, really notice the difference a from the product itself, but B just because I'm taking on so much more water. So, um, it was really popular when we posted this on our YouTube. Uh, a lot of people asked for, for a link and a code. Um, so we've got a code. It is gypsy 15 and again, trainaid.com. So 
yeah, great product. I'm really stoked the guys wanted to um, come on board officially as a sponsor. Uh, we're also brought to you by the guys at Boost Mobile. And right now we're talking about their boosted summer prize pack that you can win by heading over to boost.com.au. Uh, prizes, that a Trek Fuel 8, uh, which is a dope Trek trail bike, um, an Oakley pack to go along with that, a Sharp Eye surfboard, a Dot electric skateboard, a Boost refurbished iPhone 11, and a year's worth of data. They've also got a bunch of runner-up prizes as well. If you've ever wanted to make the switch to Boost, this is now uh, the perfect time. You don't even have to switch to enter. Um, just head to the website. A really great prize pack. The only bad thing about it is that none of us can win it, and I'd like pretty much all of those things. Uh, we're also brought to you by the guys at MX Store, mxstore.com.au. Uh, order before 2 p.m., you'll get same day shipping. Uh, MX Store as well as Alpine Stars, come in clutch for this shoot. You'll see it in the video. We'll drop some photos. Uh, but the guys at Alpine Stars fully hooked Mitch Robbo up uh, so that he could get back out on the trail. He got a set of Tech 7s. He got some Alpine Stars gear as well uh, as the SM5 helmet, I believe it is. Um, and we got him some body armor as well. So got him kitted and fitted. Um, and that's one of the most amazing things about the guys at MX Store. Uh, if you're lucky enough to live in Burley, uh, like we do, their showroom is here. They have crazy amounts of stock. Um, so you can always get what you need. A last minute ride, which is the case of... Of what went down the other day with us so mxstore.com.au uh, we're also brought to you by fist handwear look for a mitch robbo fist collab uh shout out to sammy sammy's actually uh i guess the catalyst for this podcast as he is for many um and if you want to get a set of fist gloves you can head to fisthandwear.com uh you can use the code gypsy gang it's going to get you 15 percent off that code's going to work at dixonquality.com dot uh, au as well as drytimes.com as well so uh finally brought to you by the guys at cricks tweed as always i love rolling around in the triton uh getting close to giving that thing back might have to uh do a, a long-term review of that at some point but i absolutely love that car i absolutely love dealing with the guys at cricks and if you are in the market for a new or used vehicle call kyle from cricks cricks tweed uh and he'll get you sorted he has hooked up several members of the gypsy gang and it will hook you up as well thanks so much love this podcast with mitch robbo dude's a lord uh won't be his last time on the show thanks very much oh also go buy a merch if you can gypsytales.com uh subscribe on all the platforms shoot me a message on insta and uh yeah love you all I'm at a gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> we rolling, Rhodes? Oh, finally. Mate. My 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 mate, Robbo, <laughs> is in studio. You're, a, you're actually a very requested guest for a motocross podcast. Yeah. You're probably the world's most requested AFL player. On this show, for sure. I think it's because I'm always in your DMs and people are like, you might have mentioned me a couple of times. So like, oh, fuck, it might be pretty cool to get him on. But yeah, mate, there's, this is actually, I've only, stuff I've only ever watched like one motocross podcast in my life and this is obviously the one. Appreciate so that, bro. grew up loving motocross and then I was like, oh, what the fuck? And then I saw Sammy like hanging out with you. I was like, nah, and then I got into that and I was like, that's pretty cool. Nah, your whole journey, it. man. Yeah it's, been, yeah, it's been pretty cool. I don't but, want to come in and give you a bone or anything, but I'm just like, <laughs> I'm fanboying right now, but. But I, I've uh, like it's the same for you too because yeah. like you're the like the athlete that is just fully embracing the media thing, mm. and I just to me I just see the value that 
you give fans and then the value that you give in the team and the yeah. league and it's i just i look at what you're doing like every athlete i mean not every athlete can do it but it's like if you're the kind of guy that's got a personality like you and is like mm. down to share it and show it and put in the effort because i know that you put in a lot of effort to it yeah, as yeah. well and then there's like the battles of you know you play a shit game of footy and then everyone's <laughs> like well you should be fucking yeah, well, then, you're you training at night time at nine o'clock i'm like i'm playing a video game like why are you training He's like, what the fuck do you want me to do at nine o'clock like i can get some sleep maybe but i don't sleep anyway but in saying that like it's you kind of got to get the runs on the board you can't just be yeah like faking as well because people see straight through that if like you're just trying to be this person who's like up and about and a bit crazy like as i am but i've obviously copped a lot of shit over my time as well for it but like i think like later later you're on in my career people start like recognizing like oh yeah he's you know he's in the system for 13 14 years now you can kind of you know do his thing like outside of afl where you just can't be like some guys coming in for like two or three years and mm. not really getting a game here and there or you're a shit player and you're just trying to do stuff outside of footy because the best thing I found with my football was I, had, I needed something outside of AFL to, to keep like, you in it to keep me in it yeah. and keep me sane because the worst thing for players can be or any athlete is just to like live and breathe what you do like 24-7 you just lose your mind over that and that's why I probably like went um, off off the, the good path and stuff with that because I was just thinking footy, 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 had a bad game, stress out all week. Mm. Uh, there's 44 players on a team, only 22 can play. So you're always worrying about you know, selection and stuff. And it's just like the stress is for like a, a pro athlete. It's just crazy. And I think that, that filters through any sport there is, not just any profession as well. Like if you're not doing good, say if you're not doing good at your podcast yeah. and I was going down, you're like, fuck, what am I doing wrong? Yeah, Thinking about that too much. Like you're just kind of going to let it flow and find something else you're passionate about so that's what that's what i found with like my social media or the rob vlogs i'm doing or the gaming or um the management stuff i want to do after footy so it goes for it goes on and on yeah and yeah you are right like there's a certain level of establishment that you've got to have to be able to pull it off but it's just i I, yeah so in the same way that you've like watched the you know what we've been doing for a couple years it goes kind of both ways because yeah yeah, i just think it's awesome what you build and then this year you won like the social award (laughs) right so it's like i don't know what kind of award that actually is but like the fans voted for it so i'll cop that yeah yeah it's not gonna gonna go my resume but it's a little pat in the back yeah but it it shows you know people appreciate what you've been doing and it is it is a lot of work but it was funny i was thinking um so yeah shout out to sammy that's how our relationship started um but you guys grew up together and then your original foray into media was was dial triple zero. <laughs> no, just triple zero. Was it triple zero? Yeah, pretty much like um, what that was. My OG big, Jackass. Yeah, oh man, it's, it was Jackass when like Jackass was first starting. So my big brother Lee, shout to Lee if you watch this. Um, he's like Sammy's age, so they all went to school together and kind of like understood, like knew each other through Lord our primary school, and we lived in the same suburb. Um, so we kind of seen him in the traps. So we used to ride motorbikes and obviously him and Luke used to ride as well but they obviously went the more professional route like trying yeah. to like going to like meet, meets and shit on the yeah. weekends where we were just like jumping off roofs into bushes or doing some stupid shit on the weekends like so we kind of like didn't hang out that time but like during the week we used to ride a bit but yeah Triple Zero was saying that I I wanted to be a stuntman growing up like that was my thing like I, I still kind of want to do that stuff like it makes no sense but I just love um, a little bit of um, what's the what's the word like the, the the fear factor of doing something but like also the adrenaline doing it at the same time like yeah. I just thrive on that so it kind of like correlates with my footy the way I play footy as well like I just yeah, do reckless. yeah just do that kind of stuff yeah, but yeah. yeah that's how I know Sammy and um he, he's a he's a legend it was good catching up with you guys the other day yeah that was good so the uh it's weird though our because we're the same age right I think you're 32 thir- oh I'm 33 Oh, but yeah, so you're, you're we're, way older than me. Yeah, way older. <laughs> <laughs> way older than me. <laughs> Fuck. Don't I'm fucking dying. put me in that category. That's <laughs> next year. I'm 33. Like, oh, shit. 
Uh, but like our age we were so because I think about this all the time like I'm just driven to make content yeah, for yeah. whatever reason and and I've only been doing this podcast a few years or four years but the before that it's like I was 18 bought a video camera yeah. and started making dirt bike movies yeah. and then I went to America and like did the whole thing and like yeah. ended up doing big shit with the film thing yeah. I just never really got why like we didn't really have a camera as a kid but no. I think that our generation was so influenced by like jackass for me it was crusty demons yeah, same like bro. my uncle glenn yeah. uh, made the these mountain bike films called mud cows oh. so it was just like this uh all i think too coming from a remote place like i come from cairns you come from yeah. tassie yeah there's just kind of fuck all around <laughs> much so to it's do like I. we just watch this shit yeah, on, yeah. on you know vhs tapes and, yeah. and i don't know why but it just made me want to make content yeah and then here i am fucking 33 like you're nearly a decade younger than me at 32 <laughs> <laughs> but it's like our generation it feels yeah. like and you know that kind of correlates with the social media wave and youtube and stuff like yeah. that but it's just i don't know i feel like it's something to do with our generation i think so and saying that like i was I wanted to be a professional skateboarder too. So, like, when I was growing up, I was skateboarding and filming all that shit. Like, I wasn't the best, but I always tried try yeah, to do the hardest stuff. It, like, I'd, yeah. like, like eight stairs, ten stairs. Like, I wasn't landing it, but I was just like, I'll be the first guy out of the good skaters to go for it. And yeah. then, obviously, they'll be like, oh, if he's going to try, then they'll, they'll land it and do some cool Let's shit. I'll like, just eat shit, roll my ankle, and then be like, yeah, he's crazy. Like, leather jacket, tight jeans type stuff. I was <laughs> a punk type wannabe. Um, but, yeah, saying that's why, like, I used to love editing, like, videos and, um, yeah. and filming, like, skate tricks and how I could go about that like I used to love 411 um, skate videos and as you say Crusty Demons like Seth Enzo was my favorite, one of my favourite riders because he just used to send everything <laughs> yeah, and yeah. crack his skull open on the handlebars like that stuff and then when I saw your interview Brian Deegan I was like a schoolboy like just a, I was like took me back man like yeah. that was so cool seeing him and he seems so humble in the way he goes about his life he's got kids who follow in his footsteps and like the whole, his whole story I was like that whole crew like they shaped everything, like, everything for us yeah. everything so like even like just the seeing what they used to send like up the sand dunes and like all oh, those guys just doing that stuff like yeah shit. oh man so like seeing that I was like if these guys aren't like they probably weren't professionals at doing that they used to probably just ride motocross and then just get into like doing something different like yeah. freestyle and like sending off dunes or whatever it is but I, I thought like if I didn't play footy I'd always do just have something to do like I wouldn't be just like some yeah, you know, bum on the street pretty, or yeah, yeah I, I couldn't do that because I worked with my dad as a, he's a sparky he's been doing it for like know, since he's 18 so he's like he's bugging now just like his whole body's yeah, just yeah. shot and stuff like he's, he's he struggles he still works like he just, he's one of those old school guys who just can't not work my dad's the exact same he keeps telling me I'll retire I'll come to more games and stuff like that I've only got like one or two years left you want to start yeah yeah <laughs> like, eat, like eat your words man come up and come up here for a bit like where are they, is he still in Tassie yeah, yeah he's still in Tassie so I'm, I'm a baby of five we've got um, two sisters still down there uh, and my two brothers followed me to Melbourne but that's that's pretty much um, where I think I get that ethic work ethic from is the old man he just yeah. just follow what he does yeah, and so where are you placed in the siblings? I'm the baby of five. Oh, you're the youngest one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was an uncle in prep. So um, my sister's had like, she had four four kids, um, like real, like when I was, because she's like 18 years older than me. So I was, oh, I was wow. a full-blown mistake. Like mum would tell me like, yeah, you were a mistake. Yeah, like, if there's it. an 18-year age gap, it's probably... Mate, it's huge. So yeah. Lee, my next brother, he's like four years older, so he's kind of close. The next one's six and the next one's like 12 and 18 or whatever it is. So it's, yeah. it's a massive gap. And your old boy still works. Yeah, he still works. He's like 60-something. I don't even know what he is. They don't tell us their age, but he's like 60-something. 
Yeah, that's like my old boy. He he's works in a fucking brick factory still. <laughs> and it's How like, are you getting up in the morning for that? I'm just like, man. He's got like no knees. <laughs> literally, at like every just six dust months. dust in his kneecaps. Yeah, he's getting stem cells and just pumping him. I'm just like, can't just quit. Like, we're fucking <laughs> done here. You can do here, it, bro. man. Like, like, your super animation must be through the fucking roof. Oh, yeah, we're done here. Yeah. Like, you can't be in a brick factory. Nah, in nah. Queensland it, it's, oh, in the summer. Like, I was doing those sparky stuff for like six months. This is before I got drafted. So I was like, you know, footy, I don't really care about footy. It's a bit poxy. Like, like the, people, the, the people that I was playing with, like, I was better than all of them, but I was like, I didn't want to play footy. So I worked with him for six months and I was just like, fuck that. Like, that was hard six months work, like harder than preseason training or whatever. In the ruse, under the houses, I was just like eating dirt and cobwebs all day. I was like, nah, I can't do it. Sorry, mate. I would go try and play footy. Yeah. So then like dropped out of school, well, kind of got kicked out of home for like a few months, went to Adelaide. And that's how I got like, started playing professional footy because in that's Adelaide that's got weird yeah because that in Adelaide like their footy standards are like I was, you had to wear suits to the game and shit I was a 17 year old I was like what am I what is this I just like miss all the trainings and just be like a little run of my kid but it was just like the level was way better than Tassie so yeah. that got me noticed so did you grow up liking footy no so, so it wasn't it was not no. like a passion it was it's, the most contact sport I could play rugby wasn't a thing like none of my mates played rugby so yeah, it was like basketball right. cricket um touch footy type thing and like AFL like I was always really good AFL but like I just didn't care yeah so like me and my best mate we used to play all the time it'd be like him and me were the best in the team but he was like fit as fuck would be able to like run all serious. day and took it real serious so I was like I just rock up after skating all morning and just go go play footy and have fun like three games in a couple of days and that's it there's a bunch of people like uh, like Kalen Ponga. Yeah. He, he was like... He could do everything, that bloke. Well, yeah, he was like, I love playing golf, but it was just too hot. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, so like... We he was in our academy. He was in our academy, like the AFL academy. Really? And he, uh, like, I don't want to like say this is a true story, but his dad was like, oh, he'll make more money playing rugby. And that's what happened. He started playing rugby. Yeah. Well, or league, whatever you call it. Turns out. Turns out he's a, he's a gun. He could have he been an awesome AFL player too, but... But it's funny, so like he, he was same deal you know like he's just like yeah i wasn't like super into it but mm. i was he really liked golf but he's like man it was just so fucking hot like i just got yeah. so sick of like just being out there on, walking man. and like that'd be the best job like i don't dude, know i don't know golfers very well like but i, go- I, I play every now and the then that'd have to be the best job it'd be repetitive like we don't see the training they do like hitting like 100 shots from the same spot on like chipping onto the green like that'd be That's pretty boring yeah, how boring would that be? Put it in the AirPods. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Listen to Rip Thrill, Rip Thrill, Gypsy Tales podcast. Like, what else are you doing to it there? But I just think, like, some of those things, like, training-wise, like, even this morning, we had running this morning, and it was, um, like, I had massive anxiety last night about running. I wake up at 6.30 this morning. I sat in my bed till, like, 7. I was like, nah, just make an ex- Like, you don't, have to, you don't have to go. Yeah, like, it's good. my off-season. Like, the program's there to, to do. Like, you don't have to do it. Like, they can't force us to. But got to 7, I was like, nah, if I don't do it today, I'll get Gary Guilty's. And I know I won't do it in the Arvo because I'm coming here and then I gotta go back. It's probably gonna be hot. And I was like, just sitting there for half an hour, just going through my head. And then like 7:15, had to be there at 7:30 with the boys. 7:15, I was like, fuck, no, I'm getting up. I don't care. I'll just go. I'll just get there and get it done. And then it's like that's the thing. Like in these trainings, like a lot of blokes just don't get it done because they say, like, nah, do it in the, do it in the yeah, Arvo. Yeah. Run by themselves, they won't even do it. They're like, oh nah, tomorrow morning I'll do it tomorrow morning. And then like it'd be Friday and with the boys we having drinks and you're like, oh fuck, nah, I'll just do it next week. Yeah, no. Nah, you that- fall in that loop, man. So that's what like I think the the mindset for anything you want to do like that's humongous yeah because like i could have sat in bed this morning and be like nah fuck it but some, somehow i got out yeah yeah and i guess once you fucking once i'm there got done i felt that good i yeah. like when had brekkie with the boys and now i'm down here in the goldie like i'm not stressing about shit 
yeah the um the it's funny that so many guys that end up being so good at like you're obviously so good at footy like it's been a 13 year career yeah, but it's like and then you look at Caelan Ponga one of the best dudes and I mean not to put words in his mouth saying he doesn't love <laughs> footy but it's yeah. like that wasn't the thing that yeah, yeah. it was like didn't want to grow up being an NRL superstar you yeah. didn't want to grow up being an AFL star it's like some of the best players mm. in these team sports come from like a lot of them come from yeah. backgrounds where like they just weren't that amped on it you no, know no 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 that's where like with some blokes um that is born with talent and they're like the best players just purely yeah. because of that and they can work hard and just get it done because they're silky smooth or they've got some rare talent like i'm not a good player like i'll say that straight away i'm not a good player like i've got like things i do better than others like i work hard and um like i'm tough on the field and all that kind of stuff and we'll hit bodies and be an enforcer and help people out and stuff but like it's literally it's work ethic like yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't be where i am if i was lazy no way because there's so many players better than me and that come from your old boy yeah 100 percent. well yeah he used to push me all the time like he didn't push me like he would just always get me there yeah like no matter what he'd always get me to training or get me out of bed and do something like if i had a, a weekend with the boys he'd always get me up and do something like it's just something that he would just do so probably like a mentality is getting it done yeah and if, yeah. You, if you're gonna do it just do it like hard luck like yeah. don't pussyfart around with it just get it done yeah. and do it well yeah so that's that, my thing like yeah that's something that yeah i definitely i just think like if i'm gonna do it i just have to do it as like good as yeah. possible All in otherwise another, it's just like what's the fucking know, point of doing it? and then the other thing i always think about is like well the clock's ticking yeah like it's like if i'm going to the gym yeah and that, like that's one thing i'm trying to get into at the moment yeah. for is, what type of purpose uh like, are we talking are shredding or are we getting a bit of k, k kgs on are oh, you want to bulk up nah where uh, are you at now uh 74 that's pretty light yeah i'm real you're taller than me i got no legs I don't know. I got zero. Who, who does legs? I got if zero. You don't have cords, to. <laughs> zero you don't have to. Who yeah. does legs? It's all core and upper body. No, nah, I just got just for jujitsu. Yeah, okay. Like I'd like to get a bit stronger. Yeah. For also, I I'm like a big habits person. Yeah. Like yeah. I try and like make good habits. Yeah. And okay. there, so I've you know there's like little things that I've done over the last you know 10 15 years it builds into habit. Like mm. I read every single day without fail. Yeah. Just not a not an option not to do it. If I can't do it for, you know, if I got an early podcast or I don't trip on it. Are you reading it, books to, to learn? Is it like stuff that you want to learn or is it just like like people's autobiographies? And I like, just love books in general. Yeah, nice. Like, so I'll read, like I just finished like a science book and now I'm reading like a, a random business book and then I've got yeah, like... You switched on. Gucci Mane's biography that I read. Like, <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> apparently... <laughs> a, you go from science to Gucci Mane, Gucci Mane. <laughs> dude, apparently it's really good. Like His, his I, story. Yeah. You know yeah. Jane Cordwell? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So she recommended it to me. And Big JC. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of people. Aren't they killing it? Her yeah. and um, Quincy. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to them. Um, how you going? But uh, yeah, so that's like a habit that I like. It's taken years, but it's just something that it's just such yeah, like a yeah. part of me, you know. Yeah. And and I know people that are like that with the gym. Yeah. Where it's just like every day they get up, they do their gym, and it's just non-negotiable. They don't because like for me, I go to the gym. Like, fuck, what am I even gonna do? Yeah. Like, I'm a kook, like, <laughs> fucking shoulder hurt like, I don't know what the fuck to do so like, I'm at that you level you gotta get a program man it's the first thing you gotta get a program yeah, like okay. don't go balls out like don't be like okay I wanna get boom like straight that's away that's what I won't do yeah. don't do that cause then you just be like well I'm not so, I'm, you won't be seeing like much going on like it's literally like abs are in the kitchen and strengths in the gym like you just mm. like you eat well um, and then you go to the gym and do strength like just work on a couple of things don't be like I gotta smack this smack that get my legs bigger cause that's what they miss them but just <laughs> literally just go there like people go to the gym and what I like going to the gym for is like the way you start your day like you just yeah. feel like okay now I'm good my back's always sore but when I go to the gym and like loosen it up like the pain's gone and then I can start like my day fresh Yeah. so literally before training and stuff we get to we get to training we gotta do like prehab 
um, knee stability stuff. Just so Pro, like what's prehab, like stuff? prehab, like prehab training, like rehabilitation, yeah. rehabilitation training. Yeah. Just like if you have got any niggles and stuff, like yeah. if your shoulder sore, your back's always stiff, you're having back spasms, which I do a lot. Yeah. Uh, get up early and then go in there and do stuff like that, like physio treatment or just a rub or just to do some like core exercises for it. So yeah. we do that. So we at trainings like preseason's coming up December fifth and it's disgusting. Yeah, you just, so you just go full boot camp. Oh, mode. it's disgusting, man. It's like the SAS show, but like real life. <laughs> like actually, but we like we train so early in the morning because it gets hot as fuck up in, in Brizzy, and it would oh. down here too. Like, and if it rains the night before, like you can't breathe out of the ground. The humidity, the yeah. heat just slaps you in the face. And yeah. You're like your shirt's heavy, carrying a couple of kilos. It's on like there. you're breathing yogurt, mate. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. Um, so like, we, yeah, we we train at like seven thirty in the morning, so we have got to get there at like early as hell. Get it all done. Usually home by in the Arvo, but when you when you're waking up and trying to get there for that like it's 5 30 it's sunny as it's getting hot already like man it's gonna be a big day but it's good you're getting paid to be fit and i'm um, getting good shape so you can't complain well yeah that's kind of my mentality like exactly what you said about your old boy how yeah. he's just like 60 and fucked and my dad's 50 <laughs> and fucked and it's just like i look at that and I'm, i don't want to be that guy nah. and, and i, I feel probably like, will be though like nah i i just think because you've got into that routine like you've got yeah. into that habit you get so used to in the same way i'm so used to just reading every single day yeah, like okay. it's just not your something. mind's gonna be good for a long time yeah and no dementia for you yeah well hopefully not yeah. but fuck heaps of head knocks so yeah maybe. true, true. <laughs> like, i'm a bit scared about that cte stuff like post footy for real yeah i think well fuck i think it's scary well. man hey let's just hope technology <laughs> stem cells all that shit let's go <laughs> read those science books yeah. man yeah. it could be you yeah <laughs> but you know like with the with the gym i want to be yeah okay. like, i just want to build you know like that kind of yeah 100 fuck it's just hard at the start eh? it's all mind just, games man it's you just mental. don't know what the fuck you're doing you it's just like mental like just get a get an easy program i know i don't know what's jimmy going to but like you don't need a trainer shout out elevate fitness <laughs> there we go shout out shout out if they've got any good people there can take him through a couple of sessions yeah. and to show them the bare minimum few basic things like just give bench press and shoulder press and those stuff like yeah few just sit beach up. muscle shit exactly well you can stand in the mirror at the end of the day and you're like oh fuck it yeah, yeah, just get that, order that uh, Jack 3D <laughs> off like fucking Silk Road or something. Did you ever have any of that no, old no, school no, shit? No, have no, you heard no, of that? No, Fuck, no. some dude. You remember when we talked about that the other day, that uh, pre-workout we used to have? We, we, ours is like very, very strict. Dude, this guy DM'd me and he sent me like the, the ingredient. There was like, so when we were in... Uh, when I was in America, we had this fucking house and we converted like, it was like two car garage and then a single car garage yeah. on the other side of the house. So we called it the room of doom and we built like a boxing, like a boxing rack. <laughs> like and then a, we had like, dojo. A, oh, fucking full deadlifts, mirrors everywhere. It was like a like, sauna in there too. <laughs> bro, it was so hot, like California summer. Oh, we'd, we'd keep the, we'd the keep doors the down. doors down, no fan, like yeah. foot, like breathing like yoga. sweating, just sweating savage yeah, shit. Yeah. And we used just to, just sliding around the mat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to get, this shit it was called jacked Jack, oh, just google it jack 3d this stuff bro was 100% f- won't be approved by sada no so it <laughs> it like kept getting recalled so yeah that stuff oh uh, what because like side effects down the track oh man it just had like it is, the first thing it formula. said was, yeah, the first thing it said was yeah. jacked band yeah yeah old formula so yeah there's some like crazy shit in this you used to take this stuff university study it there just you looks go. sketchy on the oh line. bro so yeah we used to take this shit like 24 year old just fucking dick just and like, get rocked yeah! yeah it's fucking box <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and then just, like mad calm down's like boy 
Do you get come downs off that stuff? Uh, fuck, I don't even remember. I think your mind yeah, goes blank for like two days. <laughs> you wake up the next day like, fuck, I'm pretty strong today. Yeah, but yeah. No, nah, man, we're under some like we're under some full blown strict guidelines. Like we can't even have a um, protein ball from a cafe. Fuck, mate. If yeah, you can't. Really? If you get any little thing in substance in your body, like literally, if you get tested a starter, we'll just go bang, two, three years done. Have you guys? Don't been give popped? a fuck. Um, there's been like things where blokes have done like illicit substance and yeah. like say a pinger and has had um some anabolic steroids or something in there, and they <laughs> yeah. got two years, bro. Fuck, couple of Collingwood boys, yeah. It's full on. So like even like like those little party drugs, it is you can't trust any of that stuff. So yeah, we get we get we get shit. talks every year, and some blokes still fuck up, which is kids, you know, like they're just coming to the system. But how was was it an AFL player that got a young fella that got done here? Was that, oh yeah, he no, he's an NRL. He's an NRL. Is he NRL? Yeah, he got he got pulled up, and then he had it in his pocket when he went to the um the, the lockup. Yeah, there was heaps of boys that were around. Well, there was a lot of boys that were around town uh, then, and uh, well, who saw him that night? Or? Yeah, who saw him? Oh, and shit. then he was like, oh, oh, like just going, going crazy. But yeah, he's just like, yeah, he was carrying on, and then apparently he was like. What like the bouncers just like knew who he was and yeah, he's like yeah, mate so just fuck off you know gonna like, be a scene yeah. to keep going. and then he caused the scene and then he's got a fucking bag of rack in his no, pocket no, the like, thing well, I think the cops said move on he's like they did yeah, yeah. And he's like nah nah not about that life I got a I got a mafia friend in in LA let's go and uh, what, oh, yeah. what kind of like what uh, kind of background are we talking full Italian oh like, shit like proper proper oh, okay like yeah, sopranos yeah, yeah, real, real. <laughs> and uh, he gave he gave me this best piece of advice ever mm-hmm. if you're gonna do one thing illegal don't do two <laughs> obviously <laughs> it's like the most simple, that is the most simple but it's like, effective stuff you've ever heard of got drugs in your pocket yeah don't start a don't fight. start a, just don't no, break it maybe he's forgotten like i don't want to i don't if i don't want this gets in the paper or anything but like maybe he didn't know he had it in there yeah like no, after maybe. after having a good night maybe it wasn't his pants maybe it was someone else's wallet yeah 100 percent. that's Who probably knows? that's more than likely. that's more than likely like, i'll hold your wallet for you man you go talk yeah yeah yeah, yeah. can i borrow your wallet to for a <laughs> he's like yeah. Oh, hold on, do it for you. Shit. Yeah. Oh, you'd be fucking off it, no, but wouldn't be, you? Yeah, you'd be flat. Especially- yeah, it's a big thing because he's like an up-and-coming superstar. Like, And players who get caught with this stuff, the thing with AFL now, you get you get a couple of strikes, so you're not, yeah. you're not made public if you get caught, unless you do something like with the police, they catch up. Well, unless but if you get gets te- made yeah, public, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, so you get a couple of strikes, which is like, I don't think that, that should be the way they should do it. It should be just like one strike and... Yeah, they let you know because it would stop a lot of people. That's for sure in the AFL. And I don't, I don't know the numbers. I don't know the numbers of who's actually like consuming like illicit drugs and stuff. But you'd have to think like with the the general population, like it's fucking through the roof. So, I was say so, it's like, oh man, it's crazy. So obviously we have got a lot more to live for, like live for and play for. Like not yeah. live for, but like we got more. On well, the line. there's more on the. You're line, not going to get in yeah. trouble if you're doing trade work and you get caught. Yeah, you'd be like, okay, sweet. Yeah, it, Monday, boss. it goes to show the pool, though, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and I mean, fuck, way bigger issue than what we could talk yeah, about. We're about to go to- <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it shows. But, and then, you know, even a lot lately, there's been like a lot of influences. Like, who was the influencer oh, chick? That, 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 um, Jimmy Bartel. Not Jimmy Bartel. Yeah, uh, Nadia Bartel. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, she and that's got like, roasted. That's, and yeah. it's like, Bro, go to a the lot of fucking stones. Pav. I know, a lot of stones in, yeah. in glass houses. Yeah, go to the pav. Bro. Every fucking chick, every fucking... It Everyone. Just, it is what it is. And like... Yeah. That's, that's, just, that's social media. We can go on all day about social media, man. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Like, but there's so many positives social media. Yeah, true. Which, I'm not going to slap that around. Like, yeah. It's got me a lot of cash in the bank, so... Yeah. I'm not going to cry about it. When when did you start to uh, see the like the vision for that shit? Probably like, like last couple of years. Yeah. Like since I started on the podcast and getting such good like feedback from that, I'm like, fuck, like, like I can actually have an opinion people actually care about it. Well, not care, but like, oh, that's fair enough. Like that's what I was saying. Like in my early days of my career, I was like a little bit of a runner my kid and I was like, oh, you can't even 
um, put two words together. And then I started talking on podcasts and stuff and showing who I really mm. was. Like they're like, oh, he actually knows what he's talking about and actually has a good opinion or he actually has some insight to shit that they don't know. Like the papers and journals only know so much. Mm. They can always have their sources or inside knowledge or whatever it is. But for the players on the inside in the four walls, like we know what's going on and we know what it's like. So. These things I'm doing on YouTube um, with the Rob Vlogs, I call it. I don't know why I call it, but it sounds all right. Well, your name's Rob. And Rob, it's a vlog. and it's a vlog. So, yeah. Rob Vlogs. I think someone on my stream mentioned it, and so shout out who that was. Like, they, they, when I started doing those, they took off. Like, I'm, I didn't think I'd be getting like 60 plus thousand, 70,000 yeah. views on that. I and was looking before. That's yeah, so I was doing numbers. well. Um, and it's just like all the comments that I actually get like really excited about. It's like, oh, I didn't know that's what they train like, didn't know that's how they eat or do the diet, I didn't know like they actually have fun outside of footy. That Like, we had beer pong and stuff. and well, you know the big name players were there and we're like we actually have enjoying each other's company and having fun yeah. like outside of footy not like at a pub getting pissed and punching on with people like, which is what like that's what everyone would, perceives yeah. like yeah. athletes and that so it's trying i'm trying to buck that trend and show them like you know this is what we do like we obviously love our job but it's also a job at the same time yeah so that's what that social media that stuff that's when i started figuring out like mid this year i was like a lot of loopholes have to go through like the club has to tick off on every episode and oh, really? just so they know like we're not yeah. like leaking any info like or their yeah. IP or something about training that we shouldn't be doing or like you know just giving the club a bad image because like obviously they're our employer so we can't be yeah. fucking around all the time but it gets ticked off by them and you know just my manager and stuff I always look at it first and it just keep me so I'm not I don't you know, get myself in hot water either do I put something out silly yeah yeah so when I finish 40 that's when you see some real stuff yeah fuck yeah. man I literally get that from every like all the big name writers that yeah. come on here they're just like I can't wait to do it when I retire yeah man that's what I mean like it can be like the thing is the media is like oh we can't wait for some people to like give us non-generic answers like oh one week at a time or we think that Oppo's a great team full credit to the boys full credit to the boys you know, <laughs> we, you know we, we deserved it you know they've been so good it's just like when I last year when I, I, I on my stream I was like I gave an honest opinion about a bloke who's like in the AFL and the backlash I got from the media, I was like, I was getting publicly hanged, bro. I was like, what do you want from us? Like, I just, I called a guy a wanker. Like, it's not the worst. I call, I'd call him a wanker. He is a wanker. Exactly. He's <laughs> a wanker. He's, he's a good bloke. Wanker's not the worst thing in the world. No, he's in a dark corner. So I did like, that. Like, some journos are like, um, and I blocked half of them because they had a cry about it. I blocked half of them and they're like, oh, we, he deserves an apology, all this kind of stuff. Like, I was like, fuck. Oh, so me. you fully blocked them? Yeah, fuck for sure. Yeah, and one, the and the, one of the one of the guys um, called me up the other day. He's like, oh, they on a podcast, and he called me up. His name's Campbell Brown. Shut um, up. Yeah, shut up, Campbell Brown, you dog. No, you're right. <laughs> he's like, right. right. I actually don't mind. I actually like him. Um, uh, and he's like, dog. oh, what what'd you block me for? Because I'm. Um, and I was like, what do you mean? Just don't talk shit. I just won't block you. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's the way it is. Talk shit, get hit. Talk bar. shit, get hit my bar. <laughs> but no, like, it's, that, you, players and people can't be honest yet. I yeah. don't know why. They just don't like, they want people to be open and honest and show their personality. But as soon as someone does it or might say the wrong thing, it's like, it's, oh, hell breaks loose. So everyone's going to keep giving those answers like, bang, straight bat it. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, yeah it, test it match not 2020. Mate, mate, it's last day of, um, was it Mumbai? Mumbai? I don't know. In India? It's a saying. I forgot it. Oh, okay. You, you meant to like try and block every ball or something like that. La- uh, last oh, day. Uh, if you know what it is, leave it in the comments below. Last <laughs> last day. Google last day of Mumbai. Is that the... Yeah, I get I get. Yeah, I you get just got to yeah. block everything. Every, every comment. Yeah, but that's like the... I guess that's the... And we get trained too to do all that stuff. So you just go We get briefed before every 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 um, presser. Wow. Like, what to say. Yeah, we're like, these guys are probably going to ask these questions. Um, This is the answers you should, you know, kind of steer towards and all that kind of stuff. And then so... We have like media training in the AFL Player Association. They do media training with us and all that stuff. So we're like a lot of the young players coming in. They actually have something to say, not just like uh, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, sweet. Um, yeah, the boys. So they actually want like you to give a good answer. So yeah. everyone gets trained now and we always get like the straight bad answers, which is, you know, the team's overall arching message they want to give to the, the fans and the public and stuff. So that's what every team's got it. Man, I just think about like I'm a huge UFC fan. Yeah. Like, big fights this weekend. There is big fights. Sunday fights. and boxing as well. I yeah, love boxing. Yeah, dude, Canelo. Yeah, Canelo, Canelo and Plant. Canelo Plant, I know. Yeah, but I feel like Canelo... Canelo's like, going to fuck him up. Cut, oh, yeah. He's already cut, cut him from, cut him, like, from a press, conference. press conference. I know. Like, he shouldn't have wore glasses. Like, that's 101. If you're going to... Canelo took his off before he like knew he was going to go down. Yeah, he's that's straight smarts. He's straight smart. He's straight smart. Yeah, 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 he 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 straight smart. That's why I like. He's a redhead Mexican too, so I'm redhead you Australian. Can't fuck, you can't fuck with that shit. That's why I'm all. Shout out Canelo if you're watching, long time listener. Ah, uh, he is. Yeah, I know. He tunes in <laughs> right before the, before <laughs> the biggest <laughs> fight. <of this> thing. <laughs> On the way. But you know, I always it's my biggest thing. I mean, I kind of become like a bit of the rogue media dude in, yeah. inadvertently in Moto because I'm try to just give these guys a platform without yeah. asking any questions 100%. like so i'm doing a podcast with no questions let them talk about what they want to talk about hey who the fuck am i to think that i could come up with a better <laughs> question Wikipedia, towards their, like then they could tell their yeah, own story yeah. you know what yeah. i mean it's just like just take your fucking hands off the wheel sit down and have a chat you can guide them in the direction and stuff that's that's how you're good at your job because you can like steer it not steer a conversation but like when media asks you a question, it's so blunt. It's like, oh, what do you think about that guy? It's like, uh, where you can kind of lead someone into a question, like to kind of open up, feel comfortable, then go for it. But in your setting, like the whole and time, the, the whole combo is just good, good, good chat. And the story's there and I don't know it. So yeah. like, why would I assume that I know it and then ask a question yeah, yeah. based off that assumption? Well, I asked That's, you before this, I was like, oh, what questions you got? You go, I don't have any questions. No, there's no. <laughs> That's probably why it's going to be shit. <laughs> it's going to be the best one still. I just watched like a couple of your vlogs and yeah, fucking yeah, dialed yeah, in, yeah, gave you the yeah. tour. Easy, easy. That tour is good. But, um, but yeah, I think like the, the whole landscape of media is changing though. But yeah. I feel like, you know, people should look I think personally, anyway, people should look more towards the UFC. Mm-hmm. Like the UFC model crazy, is the like Dana White just don't give a fuck. Yeah, and even like the COVID stuff, you know, he's just like, yeah, we're not stopping for COVID. Yeah, and then he didn't, and then no one fucking. Everyone was like trying to slap him around, but like, and then it just worked. It worked. Yeah, and nothing happened from him. And they grew like an insane amount yeah. in that because everyone else fuck stopped. That. Mike's going rogue. Give her a title. No, I, I love I love fucking with Mike's. It's my thing. Yeah, it's my ADHD. You can, tighten the bottom one there. that's fine if it doesn't um but yeah like i to me i go okay you've got the ufc it's like yeah. a multi multi billion dollar corporation mm. now and the guy that's driving the bus doesn't give a fuck <laughs> and then he lets the guys not give a fuck and it's because i think the the thing that people lose sight of is like yeah it's sport yeah i think the clubs think of it as sport and then the media think of it as like entertainment 100%. and there's like a disconnect yeah, yeah. whereas it's like kind of everyone needs to think of it as entertainment yeah at, at its most kind of fundamental level like people are i guess at the you know you go into a game to watch the the sport but it's like you're there to be entertained you're watching there's, the you're watching the athletes as well like you're watching the players on the field they sell tickets yeah unless, unless you're born into a club which is like the old school way if you're born into a footy club that's why they yeah, support it but like yeah. In our team, we've got like three or four blokes who like they'll just come to watch them guys. Like they put bums on the seats. Yeah. And I think with like AFL clubs, because we don't have any owners, like they don't own no one, like not one guy owns a so club. How does it AFL work? AFL owns all the all the clubs. Really? They so have CEO, GMs and stuff, they work there. Oh. But like, the reason why we have so such a strict policy with everything we do is because of sponsors. Mm. Like we don't have like a like a guy who's worth a billion dollars like own the whole club who doesn't give a fuck like if yeah. you want to go and do what you want to do yeah let those guys talk the way they want to talk because like we represent all our sponsors as well so we can't be seen to be do like we so 
West wants to buy Hyundai. Yeah. I've had car offers from other like companies and stuff and I can't go with them. Yeah. Because it's a clash of a sponsorship. And yeah. even like Subway asked me to do something, like our AFL sponsor, like major sponsor is McDonald's. Uh, and they were like, hell no. Yeah. And I was like, I don't see any money from McDonald's. Like what the, like yeah, how, how does yeah. this work? Or yeah. I don't drive, I don't get a free Hyundai. Yeah. I drive like a Chrysler and I had to pay for both of them, like in a, in a patrol. So like it's, but you can't take a free car. But I can't, I can't take you a free car. You can go buy one. If they want to give me a free car, sweet. But I can't post it on my socials, so it means nothing. I can't go yeah. to do appearances with them and stuff. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's just like, so everything, everything like they're called protected sponsors. That's what yeah. they have at the club. So that's why, um, if someone gets in trouble, it's like, you know, sorry to the sponsors and I've let them all down. And like, yeah. if you have a drink driving charge and you're like with a car company or with our, like um, RACQ or someone, like fuck that'll just back Big, out straight away they can yeah. back out straight, it'll be in a contract so they can back out straight away and you lose millions uh, so that's where that's at yeah fuck so that's a, where I get oh man like, that's, it's a gnarly I'm, game I'm gonna do player management post footy because like I've been through so many highs and lows been delisted cut from my old team for being a dickhead um, and then you know a silver lining came up here had the best career I've, could possibly have up here so I can see highs and lows and see like warning signs and potentials and you know I've done my full Real estate license, which everyone has pretty much, but you know, sports journalism, um, got all the gaming stuff. So I know I understand everything. So mm. that's what I can't wait to do that. Like, that's something that I'm passionate about. And so, how many years do you reckon you got? Like, one I don't or two know, years? man. Like, I can't manage a player because it's conflict of interest. Like, with the, yeah. obviously, I don't, I can't know how much that guy's on. Yeah, right. I have a rough idea, but I reckon probably two years, I reckon, in the system. Yeah. But like, that's, that's good enough to get me set up. I've got two kids, one on the way. Yeah. So I'm like, getting set, like set, ready ready set for life post footy which is yeah kind of daunting but like i'm ready for it i i think that you will have i know fuck all about afl so <laughs> this is the most redundant statement Disclaimer. ever yeah. but i actually think you're gonna have a better career post afl no, than think you so did too. in the afl i think so too like it feels so pigeonholed in footy like I love footy and footy's done so much for me and it's been great for to be able to support my family my, my other side of my family and, and put a roof over everyone's head and do well with that stuff like Emma's never had to worry about bills or like financial situations like we've been together for like 11 years now so he hasn't had to worry about that I haven't had to worry about anything so like the stresses for that stuff's been like elite like yeah. you feel great but like obviously there's so much other stress involved in that but footy's done so much for me and um, there's obviously a few blokes that I have to give a shout out to which I will when I retire one day but it's just like Post footy, I think that's where I can actually be myself can and I can, stride, I can do, yeah. my, do my stuff that I really want to do, which would be cool as. And, and I think the opportunities in that, you know, yeah. I mean... A lot I'm, of players, like, don't want to do, like, stuff that I'm doing. So yeah. they want to, like, stay in the football world and do, like, coaching or something like that where I'm just like, I'm done, I'm done with footy. I'll probably, like, do media or commentate or something weird like that, but yeah. not weird, but something that I might have to, like, Straight, like be down the straight line with like yeah. doing commentating I swear too much so I, have, I probably couldn't do that like yeah. I'd more do like interviews and stuff beforehand or set up interviews but post 40 I'm like, I'm like, I can't wait for it yeah I think um, yeah I, I just think you're gonna have like a pretty insane career and, yeah. and I think if if you can understand like dude I'm fucking no one and like I'm making a living bullshit but like, thanks McAlpine but like through this now you, you know, know who he is yeah. Yeah. He, he has to say that yeah. you can't ask him anything <laughs> he's like yes man yes yes <laughs> yes man. he's so good but you know like I started there I'm no one like yeah. you know I had fucking 2,000 followers on my personal Instagram and zero on Gypsy Tales how many Facebook friends do you have though I don't think I could take any more. Yeah, but when you say no, <laughs> when you say it's maxed out, when yeah, you say no one, obviously you had your fingers dipped in all the motocross stuff. Like you, you went over American do all that stuff. So it's not like you were a But bum. in terms of a personal profile, yeah, though, okay, like okay. I, there was no personal yeah, yeah. profile involved. Like even, you know, there's so many people in the motocross 
world that would be like fuck i can't believe you're here this whole time yeah, I didn't know yeah. you. like i just stayed pretty low key yeah, so yeah. it's like if i can make something of you know you can become like a bit of a personal yeah, brand okay. from just like nothing mm. like that's the power of the internet and now it's 100%. like we got employees we got a studio we got all this shit we blah 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 yeah and it's like if you understand the potential of the internet that's crazy, you can man. fucking kill it it's and crazy. that's kind of what you've seen over these last yeah, couple yeah. of years and you'll see on the vlog that comes out like the tour of the place all that stuff so look out for that one um so what was the original idea to start was it the podcast that you started first yeah i started the podcast first purely for the fact to re- rebut against the media yeah um because journalists like no offense to journalists so we, need, they, we need journal- are, we need journalists what do they fucking give you heat about no nah, they're just just players like they'll write articles about like they should be doing this because they're on that kind of salary which they have no idea what salary we're on but they'll yeah. like say if someone goes to a new club and they're on a high pack high pay packet like we don't get if someone offers us like 800 grand to go to a new club, you're not going to say, oh, fuck no, because if I play bad, I'm going to get roasted. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you just get, like, they're offering you that money. Like, that's what they think you're worth. So you go there, say you play a few shit games, the media just riding him hard, like writing some shit. Or with me, like when I was when I was going through Colton um, at the last club, like obviously I'd be getting in a few um, altercations and stuff and I was at night clubbing and stuff. But in my head, I was just like, I wasn't doing, I wasn't doing much wrong. I'd go out with the boys. I'd be home by time. I'd obviously got in a few fights and lied to the club about a couple of things. But in saying that, like, I've done so much in my head, like, professional-wise. Like, I was still learning the ropes. But then when I got up here, they're still talking shit about, like, oh, like, that's why I had a chip on my shoulder, like, the whole time. And you use it, though. I've used uh, that yeah, to fuel yeah. me. So that's obviously why I've played so good up here because I've used it, like, to prove them wrong, like, like, fuck you to them. But we need journalists at the same time because they, they sell a game or they sell papers for like for players who are doing well and all that kind of stuff but i simply start the podcast for that fact to give players a say yeah about things like what you did to give them a say like what they want to talk about and how say if they're if they've been playing shit or they want to do something they can come in here and talk about like why like what was it what was the move like and give people insight into how they got there and yeah. how it all went down like i've got a lot of mates in afl so they kind of like feel like i can talk to you about yeah. like about this stuff and i usually do like an hour podcast with them and then you get to learn so much about that bloke as a person, not just that guy you see on TV or you see in the papers. So yeah. that's why I started it. And I loved it for that reason. Like, cause it's to open up and just be yourself, not for what they write about you in the paper. And so what was the process of you starting it? Like did literally you, just this one guy YouTube down the road. Yeah. Or? No, this one guy down the road, Sean Tobin, he, um, one, um, Shawnee Tobin, he works at the uni, but he does a lot of, um, stuff with Gary Albert Jr. who's like obviously a really big name in the yeah, AFL. And yeah. Even I know that name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's that bald head guy who used to play um, the Gold Coast Suns and he's like a super, super champion. Um, and does all the stuff with him and I kind of got connected with him somehow. I can't really remember but um, I did one episode reviewing articles and like saying what players would think of the article and Herald yeah, Sun or whatever right. or that way. And then he's like, man, I think you got something here. Like why don't you do a podcast and like get your insight on this stuff? And then from there it was like a year of just me just talking about the week of footy and all that stuff and then then eventually getting players on and talking to them so that's how that went and that was doing really well i kind of went when COVID hit i kind of just got over it yeah because like everyone every time dick and harry was doing podcasts and i was like oh this is kind yeah. of whack like i just didn't like the feeling of like everyone doing it and yeah. then i was like oh that shouldn't be doing that like the way fuck up oh, that's the boys going out for drinks no joke um <laughs> yeah, the boys. that's yeah the boys that's that's the reason why i kind of got over it and um from then i haven't really been doing i kind of try to focus on my my gaming and my twitch stuff where I can connect to my fans like on a personal level straight away instead of like waiting yeah. to see comments and stuff like it like that. And then the the YouTube Rob vlogs that was like I love that stuff. That's yeah. awesome. And are you doing like the editing and like I do all of it. So that's where like I was obviously tech savvy. I'm gonna turn this off one second. You're right, mate. 
How do you turn Apple Watches off? I don't know. There we go. Ronan's Googling it. No. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, so I got into the... Uh, we're not... Nah, oh, whoa. That's not me. That's... Uh, fucking Rob... Top left. Vlogs. Yeah, top left. Yeah, mute that shit. Yeah, so that's the first one I did. And that just, that just blew up. And then from then on, it went really well. How's so it? you see all the gaming stuff down the bottom. That, that's what I, I loved gaming. I've always been like, in, like a nerd behind the scenes. So when, when COVID hit, I, I started doing like um, AF, like online AFL and playing Fortnite and all that, all that kind of stuff. And that was doing good. And I raised a lot of money for a charity as well. So yeah. that kind of stuff was awesome. I could do that with gaming. So that's where I got like really excited about that, that, that side of things. And But you're good at gaming too, Yeah, right? love gaming. Yeah, I was pro at Fortnite. Like that was my thing. Like I could play... I grew up playing like keyboard and mouse since I was a kid. Yeah. Because my brothers were like, and my dad used to do, he like does like electrical work with cameras and stuff. So I always had computers around. So I always played that. But like editing the podcast and stuff myself, I used to love doing it early days because you can control what, you know, what yeah. goes out and you like all that kind of stuff. And then from then on, it started getting tedious and it started getting boring. I hated it because you have to watch like an hour worth of shit to get, <laughs> to get ticked off by the club. Uh, then I just started like, oh, it takes up my whole day off. I'd, I'd start first thing in the morning and I wouldn't like finish till like two o'clock. Then have to export it, upload it all. So when I saw your setup, I was like, "That is motherfucking genius!" Like, yeah, I, know, well, I, know, I know it's a few grand there, but that's well, that's, the, that's where it's at. The, yeah, I mean, this process of this, dude. If I went back and opened up like episode one of the podcast <laughs> and like <laughs> the quality in, of it, eh? Well, I think the quality's always Wasn't been. Bad? Nah, the quality's always been good because that was yeah, my okay. background. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. I was kind of lucky there, and I think that was probably the thing that kind of fooled people into listening to my yeah, shit okay. at the start. This guy knows what he's doing. They're like, this guy's like, this is like, who's looks, funding this? Yeah, this looks good, <laughs> dude. People, our YouTube's crazy. Cause yeah, yeah. We've there's so many people. The numbers that, you were saying the other day it was like pat in the back man that's some good shit yeah but it comes with just people that have no fucking idea yeah, like okay. when you reach that many people yeah, and, they, yeah. and people literally think that uh, I don't know that I don't know if they think someone else owns <laughs> don't it don't let the like, truth get no have a good story man like they say you doing you yeah that's all me but yeah if it's I went him over there yeah if I went if I went back to the start though like the way that I used to have to cut and yeah, edit yeah. and like sync everything up it was just the biggest shit show so like that's what I'm saying this now like, is syncing like, wise like does my tits in oh so now we don't have to do none of that know, shit you just so rock up and talk except for the US studio so the US studio is a oh is that so you got one over there is that yeah. who because when you cross to them it's sick so how that works is we've got this exact setup in uh, California Ooh. and then we got a guy named Jacob shout out Jacob shout out Jacob and uh, he uh, has all the equipment at his place so he's got like a room that's like set up like the studio and then yeah. you sit down and I just put a TV where you are yeah mad and I literally just sit just like, it looks it. the same like it I even good. I even I even moved the mic um, in line with the mic arm on the TV <laughs> <laughs> like that's, 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 how, that's next level that's, that's how pedantic yeah, I am about, about that's, that that's shit very anal about that stuff. but yeah you got like it takes fucking years to accumulate the knowledge yeah. of like how to get this shit to where we can pump out a couple yeah, of eps a week 100 fuck it's just it's time so consuming man it's not like you just rock up and do it like you gotta you obviously you've got a few people work for you now but when i was doing it by myself it's like a whole day's gone and then i gotta school pick up so i gotta hang out with the kids after that and i gotta like make emma happy at night time and stuff i just had no energy so it kind of worked because it took my mind off footy like when i first got up to brisbane i had no hobbies outside of footy like nothing because mm. i couldn't i couldn't ride bikes and stuff or have fun on the weekends like that obviously alcohol wasn't good for me at the time so the only thing I used to do was like go to the movies by myself to switch off. Like I go watch a movie and just mm. by myself, like get away from everyone. But then when gaming came into it, like that was a, when my counselor was like, "Oh, just why don't you try doing that back and you know you did it as a kid? Why don't you go do that now?" So bought a mad setup. Shout out to M Wave. They gave me a good setup, and I just got into streaming. And that was like all my spare time to be doing that and the podcast. So that's what like kept me on a straight and narrow. That's what I meant by having something to switch off from. Like get mm. over the footy. 
just fuck off footy. Like, don't need to see you till the next day. Make sure I got my schedule down pat, so I know what I, where I got to be before I you know, go to bed. Check what I got to got. So that set an alarm and that. But other than that, it was just like switched completely off, and that worked out so well for me. And you made some pretty big progress in the gaming world in a yeah. in a sense, like you playing with like Phase guys, yeah. and then at one point, oh Melbourne GP, you were down there at some yeah, gaming no, I, thing. Yeah, I like, played on um uh the what's it called Margaret Court uh the, the arena. Was like what's the arena called? I was open. Yeah, I right. played Australian Open, so it was like two, like a hundred hundred um pro players and like a few like content creators, and I never thought in my wildest dreams I'd be playing Fortnite on Margaret Court, which is like fucking. Humongo, eh? like history there is crazy so that's something where the gaming took me and like to be good at it uh, yeah, it was cool but it kind of opened the door for like a lot of um, athletes who who are gamers behind the scenes like because it, they get frowned upon like oh you know what you were saying yeah, before oh, you yeah. should be doing more training yeah 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 why aren't you doing why like, aren't you watching tape yeah yes yeah. <laughs> fuck off mate you don't have I, I'm gonna start like doing TikToks about that shit yeah uh, to yeah. be honest but um <laughs> no that's what that's what they kind of like that was the scene and so now that a lot of players starting to stream and you know being open about that and it's open like avenues for gaming companies to, to merge with AFL so yeah I do get a pat on the back for that stuff but I don't get much of the pie to be honest because then I tell get on board for like through gaming and all that it's just it's, re- it's really cool to see now like blokes aren't just just footballers they can like have yeah. kind of a another yeah. niche to them well I think um I think too like one of the things that with the podcast for me when i got back from america i was like i was like podcasts were fucking huge i was listening to them since like 2012 and then i'd come home to australia and i'd be listening to podcasts in the car and everyone's like oh what the fuck's that (laughs) i'm like oh that's joe rogan (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. people just had no idea yeah yeah. so when i like finally come back i was like fuck there's no one here there's no big studio there's no studio where you can look at shit on tv there's nowhere that you could copy for yeah exactly like that i wanted to be first to market and i feel like you were like that with the podcast space and the gaming and the vlogging so i think that in that space just you being first to market and then you know probably the retirement coming up in a couple of years like it's just going to be insane like where you can kind of take it yeah there's another bloke called deal buckley he's got something like he wasn't a good footy player his dad was a legend of the game um and i kind of spoke to him a fair bit about this he's he's got something called dylan friends um and like he's killing the game at the moment but he's like started just before me so i was bouncing ideas off him and he was like kind of the 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 gateway for me to be like oh well well he was suck he sucked at footy no offense do if you watch he sucked at footy and yeah. like I've, i'm sort of all right so uh, yeah. i should be able to have a better opinion and stuff but it's just the way that there was no one doing it at the time like there's obviously like a few bland people like journos and stuff doing podcasts for you know the herald suns and those things yeah. but there's no players being out there and having a good opinion so i just saw that but i'm just looking at the next what's the next big like biggest thing that's going to come out i don't know what it is like i'd love to live stream and commentate an afl game like but have but let me just do it like sitting on the couch like commentating an AFL game come and do it in here they can't let you you can't stream like Foxtel yeah, or but KO just don't, just don't stream that that's what we do so. I, I could sit here with the boys and be like yeah yeah but you can't show any of the games so it's kind of like they're watching on their phone and then they're like kind of watching on TV like it's just kind of that's alright yeah I reckon you should still do it I've tried a couple of times like when I got injured for one of the games I did it on the off the couch it did, did, it did right. well yeah it did very well but like I just want to have the come game come do it in here yeah I, can't, I might be able to do that Come and do it in here. And then, so what we do with Supercross Companion is we just put like a timer. Yeah. So you just match the game timer. Yeah. So it's yeah, like yeah. we just copied what Rogan was doing with Fight Companion. Yeah, so true. we watch the Supercross races. We get all of this in here. It's fucking awesome. But yeah, you should just give it a go. Because yeah, yeah, we can live stream it. Yeah. Just put it straight to your channel. Yeah, true. Um, content, bro. Yeah, that's have, what I'm trying to think, man. Have you thought about... Um, are you, like stepping it up to where you just like hire somebody like could it be yeah, at, at yeah. that point where you just hire somebody to come work for you for a couple of days and like actually film your vlogs and actually yeah. like kind of step it up that you know next level my, ne- my next thing is probably like 
collaborating with people. Yeah. Um, that's probably like I think where you can get um, a new audience in because I've obviously got my footy guys, the the gaming community and all that stuff. But like to to go out with, if I want to do more, more YouTube like challenges with people like doing like footy versus nrl code things mm. or like i don't want to do like the, the hot food shit because everyone kind of does that like the who can eat the hottest chili yeah but i, I really want to get to like start collaborating i've got a few people that i want to do stuff with and i've been talking to them we We're should like, do some shit 100 like, i'm, I'm, could, I'm looking at help. things we could help do the production stuff. yeah 100 that's why i like looking at people who can film for me that's the next thing because like you gotta yeah. you gotta understand like what the revenue comes from doing that so if i did a youtube thing now like seventy thousand probably got i wasn't even um, monetizing that then um, yeah, but these right. like 30,000 ones they're like $200 something yeah. like that so like you don't really have you got to put your own money or get like a sponsor which I don't really want to pump up like I don't know who's it Manscaped or someone off the bat like I yeah. kind of want to make a generic and then go from there yeah but I mean authentic yeah but that's the thing I want to start doing like that like have a film crew there and do it so yeah. I don't have to keep like do, using like shout out GoPro you guys have been sick it's awesome for that that kind of stuff but you got to step it up yeah yeah and I think yeah I just for me like yeah content brain I'm just yeah. like thinking fuck you could just it's do already s- gone through your head I can tell yeah right? yeah oh but it's just again it's like this is our generation yeah, eh? yeah, like yeah. for whatever reason if you like content yeah. it's just fucking yeah I don't know I just love doing it um when you when you moved up from uh where were you before Melbourne was it Carlton yeah Carlton Blues and then to come to the Lions did that was that like a massive step backwards in like in the footy community yeah in like in that world yeah 100% like I I I got so you probably don't know the story but like I was in a uh, at a nightclub at a birthday and I got like gang bashed by these blokes um outside the nightclub like I didn't know what was happening just I, I kind of blacked out I didn't know what happened so I was like shit one of my mates got locked up um, I went to hospital with stitches and he didn't really I couldn't contact him for like the day so I was like fuck it I don't want to get him in trouble like what did he do type thing yeah so on the Monday when I had to go to training like my eye was fucked like and like it was just, I had like my, my eye like I always still have eye drops today to keep the pressure level so like I've really? lost a little bit inside my eye yeah it was bad so I pretty much I got home that night and my partner's like I'm far out like and then she, we've iced it put all this like cream on there to get the bruising out on the Monday I went to the club and I was like man I sat down like acted normal and like the boys like whoa what happened I was like oh nah it's all guys isn't it it's just doing boxing with my brother like on the weekend was doing some more fitness stuff and fell like, down the stairs like literally like that yeah. kind of thing but like I just didn't know like, my mate still hadn't talked to the club or whatever so I didn't know I didn't want to rat him out or snitch on him or whatever so yeah and I couldn't remember what happened to be honest so then like I lied to the club and that was pretty much, pretty much the last straw I didn't play for the rest of the year um, it was like three games ago I didn't play the rest and they just cut me for like a which is fair enough like they wanted to do a new culture thing and they didn't want me there and the coach that was at a time didn't like me I didn't like him so that that's two months when I didn't have a job like I was wigging out like my like obviously I had a partner then you had a little baby boy Chancy, um, and I had no job and I was just like shitting the bed I was like man if I don't get a, like a contract like what am I gonna do I had nothing I was like 24 had money in the bank but I didn't have anything to fall back on yeah yeah which was scary so I was, first thing I did was like, nah, I've got to get out of here, go clear my mind. Went to Costa Rica with my best mate from Tassie. How good's Costa Rica? Love right? it, man. It's fucking sick. It was the best week and a half of like I've ever had. Like just chilled as, went to the beach, like surfed a bit and obviously, you know, drunk a lot as well. Just clear the head, just get yeah. out of there. and Contribano. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, um, then well, thankfully- Which is what they call their, yeah, yeah. their moonshine, yeah, yeah. Contribano. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not- yeah. It's not- Not what you're thinking. Not what you're thinking, rats. I know. Yeah, exactly. Um- then my manager called me and goes, yeah, well, um, I knew the CEO I was at my club at the time. He went to a new club, Brisbane Lions. 
And then he knew, he knew I was a good bloke and I wasn't a fuck up like everyone thought I was. And he was like, oh, yeah, no, we'll give him two years if he wants two years. That was like the end of the trip. And I was like, oh, thank fuck. Like, there's a two-year deal. <laughs> that and plane ride home I was like, so man, I was like, we celebrate that hard. And I was like, yeah, I got a new job. And, yeah. um, and like, to get a two-year deal was awesome. But it was like, obviously, poo wages. Yeah. Um, it's just, the, this, to have a contract there was awesome. And then another Melbourne club came to the table, Richmond Tigers, who were like, they've just won like three out of four grand finals recently. Like, they're killing it. Um, and they offered me one year like rookie wages which is like I couldn't live off that really mm. um, back then it was like it wasn't that great what is like a rookie wage like 80 grand then? or something like that like, yeah, okay. and going like I was I think I got offered like 400 plus that to be because the team I was at had an offer on the table I was like nah I'll play better footy like I'll get more money don't worry about it didn't yeah. happen I got cut from them in the end Yeah. Um, and then went to the Brizzy but that team came in one year and I was like nah I gotta get out of Melbourne like my two brothers live with me although in the same area as me and we like they would kind of they went fuck us but they would like obviously have a, a few big nights and stuff a lot during the yeah. week and I'd get sucked into that so it's like nah fresh start get out of here go to Brizzy never been to Brizzy before I was like let's go up really there. Yeah. never been been like once went to a mate's house I didn't even know where it was like probably I think it was like Kenmore or something like that in, a, in like a bit further out and then got up got up to Brisbane and it was like just the best thing ever like just no footy no media all it was is like you just train hard get home like there's nothing in your face nothing football at all mm. and we ended up sucking for like three or four years like sucking bad like bottom bottom three, like I think like four years in a row, whatever it was. And then we got a new coach now, and then new players. Got some players out of the club who weren't didn't want to be here. Then we got some good players in. We just been you no know, from then. It's been awesome, like new culture, all that stuff. Like yeah. it's just been like kind of fairy tale. We just got to win the fucking flag, and we'll be right. Like we've been a bee's dick off last couple of years, and well, hopefully we get there. But yeah, just coming up here is like the biggest thing for me. And so, what was your? Were you like when you first sort of started? Like, were you a guy that got a lot of attention? Yeah, in, for in the, the league, yeah, like, but because yeah. there's guys that like you obviously like play good footy, right? Yeah. But it's like it's just easy. There's some people that they've just yeah. got such a personality that it's like easy to talk about those people. Yeah. And I mean, I find the same thing in moto. Like, there's guys they're not really winning races, but I just like talking about. Yeah, because they're, they're like standing at all. They're like they're doing some yeah, they're crazy just, corners and cutting blocks off. They're just doing shit that's yeah. easy to talk about. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, well, fuck, you're the yeah, man. Like, yeah, thanks, yeah. bro. Like, just throwing no, your layups. I wasn't. I wasn't the man or anything. Like, I'd. I'd I was a I'm a hard player so like when I like you don't take it backwards steps you like you like to get in people's faces and like your team loves you and your um fans love you every other team hates you like yeah. fuck that guy I hate him and I, there's players in the AFL that I hate like with a passion for that reason I was me, like a meet Paul Gallon kind of guy yeah exactly but like you meet him off field like I've talked to I've interviewed him on radio one time but I meet these guys off field and they're fucking awesome like they're just normal people like just when you cross that white line you're just a different different person um so like the media would love to write about that shit and obviously I was a bit of a they would always write like bad boy or like that stuff and then I'd be just bad news it wouldn't be like oh Robbo's played well that time it'd be like what happened that weekend mm. if I went out and like Robbo was in a you know, altercation or whatever it was and that'd be like page and that's just my that's my story yeah so getting to like you can earn respect I love this saying you can earn it takes over to earn respect but you can lose it in a minute like it's yeah. just like that's just the way it is in real life yeah. So when I got to Brisbane, I was like, nah, fucking, I need a game plan. Like, if I was going to drink, I had like these self imposed drinking bans on myself. Like, if I was going to drink, I'd have a plan. Like, go, I'm going there for three or four hours, nothing past 2 a.m., whatever it was. Mm. And and now, like, I don't drink at all during the year. Um, probably like once or twice, like with, with the breaks that we get sometimes. But in the off season, like, that's my, my time just to relax and stuff. And, and I do go probably too hard sometimes in the off season still, when that's just me being honest, um, which puts a lot of pressure on like Amber and the kids and stuff. But like, it in my head like I've worked so hard all year I've done all the mm. good stuff like just like let the hair down and just relax with the boys and have a few drinks and do that kind of stuff get away from everything like it's good for me but obviously finding that balance is always I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pretty hard to to deal with 
the the thing is, man, that this is sort of I don't think a lot of media people or just like fans in general have the the perspective of this is like the hard cunt that you want to see smash people on the footy field, right? <laughs> yeah. But then you want him to be a little fucking bitch yeah, boy, I- <laughs> you know, like off the field. Like, yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah, there's yeah. a disconnect. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, oh, a UFC fighter got in a fucking fight. Oh, no, or it's like, like everyone's enforcer- surprised about seeing Connor do something off the, off the out of the, I don't know what to call it, off. In the public, yeah, yeah, like slap Italian. Like, this is I actually saw this the other day. He like walked out of the club with Italian DJ, like mating up with him, and then turns around and slaps him like hard. I'm like, that he's obviously they got like loose screws somewhere. Like well, you can't yeah, throw you millions can't. and millions of dollars these blokes who are like growing up the hard way, badasses the whole life, to the somehow to be like suit and tie. I'm not a gangster anymore. Yeah, it's it's like a weird disconnect, and yeah. it's like I just don't understand how you can like just live to see Robbo fuck yeah. some dude up on the field no, I still battle with it like honestly like it's it's, it's crazy I still um, see counselling and stuff about everything like just so because I got a lot of ADHD and I got like sometimes I get like I don't buy in, I do but I don't buy into anxiety and stuff I think you can kind of um, maneuver away uh, ways around that like yes some people probably got it really bad and, and I know they'd be struggling with that stuff but in my head I, th- I would think like I don't take my ADHD tablets because I, I feel like I change as a person can with I that stuff them? You can take it. You can have them for sure. I'm actually but, might get back on to. Wait, they help with editing. Yeah, I, yeah. You just like this. Huh? I was a full Adderall kid in America. Man, I'm fucking. Oh up. well, I, we used like, to have to do that shit. We we had these fucking insane deadlines. Yeah. Like I remember, there was one day where we had. I flew into San Diego, drove an hour to my house, <laughs> then I had to do 12 videos and then drive an hour back to the fucking airport and then fly to New York on my Adderall. Oh yeah. Just hit up a mate. What's up, boy? Yeah, we had we had this one dude that worked for us. It was just like on Adderall, just like 24 seven. Just, just, just like getting like, coffee. Just, yeah, how just, good is that? Just lift it. anyway. That's yeah, fine. nah. So I, with that stuff, like I, I try and figure out ways with, with the person I talk to about like how I can see the signs and control that kind of stuff. So, so what what's it? What's the feeling for you that you would feel like you'd need to monitor? Or um, the, the drinking stuff, like it, because if I this is kind of getting personal there, but like when I was speaking to her during the week, it was more along the lines of when I when I do something, I go hard at it. Like with, yeah. that's pretty much everything in my life. So. I can't have two or three beers. It's got to be like if I'm sitting down drinking beers, like I'm like, I'm going to go yeah. have a big night. But that's yeah. the way it is. So I don't drink. That's a lot the, of people. Yeah. So I don't drink all the time. But when I do, it's like it's it's a it's a proper it's sand. a fair it's a fair fair effort. So that's stuff that I still I deal with. But I always like pick and choose when I do it. So if that makes sense. So I, if I was training my ass off all week this week, I have. It was today. We're having drinks here. Like I'll be like, oh, let's have a big night. Like, we'll just like drink here, yeah. have some fun, then we'll go to a club, then go home tomorrow. Like feeling sorry for ourselves. That's just the way I, I do stuff. So I've got to, I've always talked to her about how I can like control that stuff and not do it all the time. Has it gotten easier to control? Oh, 100%. Get, get man. Like when I was when I was younger, we used to like play footy and I'll get paid like 20 bucks, um, put over the bar and just like send it that night and, and probably get in a couple of fights. It's before AFL. Getting to the AFL is like the biggest awakening you could ever have. Like we used to do like a urine test in the morning before we train to check our hydration levels. We have to weigh in, yeah. um, get there obviously on time, get strapped, get like, everything's like so regimented like scheduled like it's crazy I was like what the hell is this like I used to miss training all the time before AFL like or jump off the track and run home type stuff when I was in Adelaide like I was, didn't like training but like now it's it's just like it's a way of life and it's it's a great thing to learn like that yeah. professionalism with stuff and it's obviously like it shows who you are as a person as well like you come off as someone and say oh yeah he gets shit done yeah. he doesn't want to he doesn't want to let someone down or doesn't do it half-assed yeah so the man that's that's like one gear that i've never had like i i just don't have the like i like to party and i like to go mm-hmm. have a good time and i can definitely send it but i just i've never like i've actually been curious about 
like I've got a lot of friends that's that same thing yeah, yeah. where it's like they can't go and just have like a, nah, a few beers and then dip you know yeah. and that's that's just a real thing yeah. and I don't, I don't like <laughs> I can't relate to it but I know that it it's, sucks, it's fucking it does real suck. and it's it gnarly suck, yeah. but yeah it's like yeah. it's more it's more harder to like the promises you make that's what that's what it's hard for it's so like if you're in a relationship with like a family and stuff like nah I'm not like I'll be home by whatever time it is yeah like you just lose all sense of that yeah. like and that's the worst thing about it yeah fuck but like man. I'm probably thinking like the fuck just don't just stop drinking like obviously like just but it's good be to a drink. man but, but like it's you, good I just, to drink. Yeah. yeah but like I just not like sometimes it might be like they might be escaping something like they don't know about so that's yeah. all they do to get blackout drunk or something so you don't know what they're going through and they just take that opportunity just to go fucking let's go yeah and it, yeah it's like the the escape from the shit that yeah you've, 100% you've got going on yeah and, and so with like the AD, ADD stuff like mm. you get like medication for that yeah and how does that make you feel then it just it just make me feel dull so I, I took it for like three or four months like when i got like i only got um when i first got drafted they made me take a test and like yeah this is you i didn't like the dr- like stuff they were on like oh, we can try other stuff i was like no nah, no nah, i just like my whole football is based on me just being um, again it's like they want you to be this yeah, guy in the yeah, field yeah. but then when yeah you they wanted the me field. to like sit still in meetings and like just focus and listen and take it all in I was, yeah. i've always struggled with that and then um so i feel like i train because i'm up and about like energetic like yeah let's go boys let's fucking good session today let's like yeah. get it, like annoying people and making sure they're awake and they're ready to train so that's my thing and then when, when i when i was on the tablets and stuff we kind of take that away i'd just be like just feel like another sheep just sitting there just like doing my thing like i'll train i'll do everything well but i wouldn't be like still the same boy nah no way so i didn't like that but there's obviously things like stuff that can help you with that but it's just like picking times when you should do it and when you shouldn't go yeah like joking around too much or when you're having too much fun that's uh it's a hard line but you, you find it I, I could see the melbourne thing though being like a fucking vortex oh that's because crazy the gold coast man like yeah fuck I, i'm i'm lucky like i got one kidney so yeah. i really once i kind of found that i had like my health problems that kind of I yeah. was just like, ah, oh, this is easy for me to put this yeah, down. Like, that's like life actually, and death type shit. Yeah, like I don't, I don't feel like yeah, I'm missing yeah. out now. Yeah. Um, but there's like the fucking vortex that you can just get sucked yeah, into 100%. In, in like Melbourne, the Gold Coast of Melbourne. The Melbourne bubble AFL is like fucking revolvers oh, always oh, there, bro. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> you, motherfucker's you, you always you there for an hour, man. You come out as like daylight, like. But that's the thing, like that's why I love Brisbane because we're starting to get a lot of fans and um, notoriety now up here, which is. Not the worst thing, but um, Melbourne's like that's crazy down. There's like eight teams down there. You like yeah. they, when you're at a nightclub, everyone wants to be that guy who pushed, like say push Robbo or get that's, his face. Yeah. That's what that's what they do down there. Up here, it's really good. Like it's obviously a very big league state and you know rugby union state and stuff. But footy's starting to get more recognised now because we're doing really well um, in the past few years. But you, we just don't get that up here, which is good. That's why I love Brisbane. Like it's just chilled as fuck. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you were talking about like going out in Melbourne. I'm like, fuck, man. If you're oh, it's just if you're like this enforcer dude on the field, <laughs> and then because that's like I used to roll with a couple of boys when, yeah. like what I was growing up with that yeah. were like mad fighters. Yeah, like they would fuck dudes up. Yeah, and then because they could fuck dudes up everyone wanted to fight 100 and like everywhere it's gonna notch in your build like. yeah everywhere we went these dudes were like i wish we had sam in here he would know so many stories about back in the day that's why i was like we should have got him in but and next one next one yeah this oh yeah you've popped your cherry now i know it took like I two know. years for you to get on here ejaculate down there yeah <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> <bleeding>. <laughs> what is the fuck? <laughs> it's stuck <laughs> to the table uh, but um yeah like that's a thing you know 100%, that, like yeah. you're that's the, just, you're that's the just, badass yeah, enforcer yeah. guy that's just what happens some... a lot of people too like if you see a superstar um you get in his face if, you, if you, usually they try and like get it like be getting your good side and be like oh what's going on man like, and if you give them donuts yeah, yeah yeah they're like what the fuck 
Yeah, yeah. How did you do that to me? My mates think I'm cool as. It's like, yeah. Yeah. But whatever. But yeah, so it is what it is. It's gonna be a bigger man walk away. So getting out of there though, I could see. That, oh, it's that awesome for me. Silver lining as well. Like, um, I'm probably happy I've been in my life up here, which is which is awesome. Like, it's just summer all year round. Like, nothing to be depressed about besides the early sunshine. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Like, what else? <laughs> if, Sometimes a tra- crazy torrential rain shouldn't like just happen for like twenty minutes and hail and stuff. But yeah, random hailstorm. <laughs> random hailstorm for no reason. But. To complain about the weather coming know, from, Melbourne from Melbourne, man, is, it's like yeah, freezing. Yeah, you really just you can't snap even. your fingers off trying to smother a ball. It's fucked. And and so it must be also cool to kind of be a part of like building a culture. Yeah, at, it was. At a team. Yeah. Well, when we got our, our new coach, um, I think it's been four years or so. Over four or five years, have been up here. Like him um, and the AFL employed a guy called David Noble, who was a GM. Like they just brought this culture in and gave the players so much onus as well and. Just the way we go about it. It all started with like off field stuff. Like, how do how do you see how are we seeing the public? Are we when we go to our clinics and go to our to communities and stuff? Are they like are we giving it everything or are we just out there just oh fuck we got to be here to tick this off for the AFL? Yeah. When we started buying into that stuff, like it kind of started the the momentum shift in our culture and like but when I leave, hopefully like this culture that we've 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 started the last few years it just goes on and on and on and that's like they kind of remember that so. That's what Fags, that coach, like always talks about. Like we're building, a, you know, a journey here, which is going to be pretty special. Like we believe that. Um, last three years, we finished um, equal first, second, and fourth. So, and it's disappointing in our finals. We're not, we're not winning our finals. We keep losing. But that's we got like the second youngest team in the AFL, so they're going to learn from yeah. all, all this stuff. Like they're not, they're not like we're not there to lose finals. We want to be a team in the finals and make a name for ourselves. So we only lost by a point this year in our, in our last final. It was fucking depressing, but. Um, that the culture we're building is special and where it started from having players who want to be here yeah like and the ones that didn't obviously left and went to other clubs and they're doing what they're doing now which we don't really care about but the, the players that are here the one we care about and it's just awesome to see these young guys coming in and and tasting success straight away because when I first got here man we were shit and it was like <laughs> we were copying it so much like there's no one cared and so we wanted to be a team that they felt respected and yeah. we are now which is which is pretty cool. It's fucking crazy. The the well, some teams can go from like bottom, yeah. like Melbourne Demons. Like they won it this year. They yeah. were I haven't know, won a flag in like one hundred fifty thousand oh, years, right? Ages. And they were like so a few years ago. They they made the prelim and they were like they got flogged in the prelim and they finished like I think bottom four next two years or something. Maybe ninth, maybe fourteenth. I don't know what it was. And last year they were like I think bottom four and then they won it this year. So like it just anyone can win it at some stages. Like the best team in the comp. I thought Richmond would have been up there again and then they had a lot of injuries and they didn't um, get to the finals and then it was like anyone's game and Melbourne just fucking just so that's like gives everyone hope because we were shit I think we finished 17th and we finished first next year because man in sport it's just belief it's crazy there's a difference between like I'd always think this with like in racing terms of Like, I've raced my whole life. I never really believed I was going to get a hole shot. Yeah. I didn't get many hole shots. Yeah. But then you get, like... So, there's a there's this big difference between thinking and knowing. And there just isn't, like, a way to fake belief. Nah. Like, belief is something you really have to <laughs> yeah, believe. you gotta, you got to have the writing on the walls, too. Like, the boys know, like, if they're going to battle today, they're, they're going to win the game. And when we... So, if teams get flogged and stuff, they're not going out there to fucking lose. It's just because the other team are better sometimes. But when you talk about motocross, I, I, I used to watch a lot of racing and stuff like um, Chad Reed. Well, I was a massive Chad Reed fan back in the Dizzy. Yeah. And um, what was Carmichael? Ricky Carmichael? No, what was Carmichael's name? Four. Ricky Carmichael. Yeah, Ricky Carmichael. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to watch those guys back in the day. And um, I just like, I didn't, I didn't understand if that was 
hell talented or they just like worked the hardest because yeah. I didn't know if there were programs back in the in the nineties and early two thousands. I didn't know what it was. But when you're saying getting the whole shots, like you see these guys, like it's just, they do it every time. Yeah, it's like oh, let him go first, and we'll see who comes second. Yeah, but that's like belief, yeah. like genuine, and and I I really feel like there's only ever a few guys on the start line that can genuinely yeah. believe, and you can like you can bullshit yourself all you want, yeah. But there's there is like this real fake kind of energy that yeah, people yeah. can bring to like, yeah, we're gonna win today. Gonna, yeah, yeah. But it's like nah. You, do you believe that like are you, tell, yeah, are you are you trying to convince me or yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know just talking for talking yeah but that belief in sport like mm. and and it can override so much oh, 100%. in terms of like the talent of the team or the big name players like you say with the demons like, yeah yeah you, if you've got a group of people that come together and really believe like that's the shit that actually makes like a huge difference you always see like the team of champions never win it's always mm. the champion teams like it's it's i think it's in everything like it's all about who you got in your corner and who's who's you know who's patting on the back or who's talking to you and being real with you like you always see in UFC if they've got shit coaches or coaches give them the wrong game plan they'll just get fucked up yeah. so you gotta have belief in, in, your, in your team as well and did you enjoy the fact that you kind of get to this team and you can get to take on like a little bit more of a leadership role it's never been a massive thing I think I tried in my first couple of years up here to like just be the best at everything and um, I felt like last few years I could obviously lead by actions because I work hard mm. play hard all that stuff but like I'm too I'm too jovial and and too um, still got those habits that like I you know he probably don't really need him in the leadership group type thing because he would just do it anyway like he would just he would lead by example but he doesn't need to be in here talking about tactics and all that stuff yeah yeah he just knows his role and plays his role yeah I'm not one of the best players on the team so I don't need to be that guy I'll just just play my role and and try and get the job done for the coach or for the players or just you know go to my way to be selfless whatever it is so leadership not really being big but like I know when to pull blokes up and talk to them and I know when someone who's been shit to like try and get in their head and make them better or help them out and that stuff like I'm good at that I just don't need to have that tagline to be leadership group or captain like yeah. in my head I'm doing everything anyway yeah but that that's sort of what I mean like you, yeah. you, you do take on like a leadership role yeah just yeah yeah like a father figure man like me and my yeah. partner we have like young, we, early days to be with that culture we used to get all the young boys over and she would feed them like good enough pastors and all yeah. that stuff and she'd be like their mum so all the, they'll always come to our house just chill out because we got kids and they probably come from a family with like little brothers and sisters or whatever and so we had that open, open door policy so yeah. early days like they've all grown up now got partners like some got kids and stuff like it's awesome to see that because that's, that's our little children yeah so yeah. one of my I had a, a teammate um, he's from Darwin he moved in two years ago and then like he moved out last year and he's got a kid now so it's like fuck man that was like my little my little brother's just growing up in front of me <laughs> but no <laughs> but no I just love that stuff like being that person they can talk to yeah but. and that's got to like to I guess to come from where you come from yeah in 100%, the, in a big that. family in Tassie like close-knit family like if you do that like I just pretty much if we play the same team I'll just die, I'll die for you I'll just do whatever whatever it takes fuck yeah yeah that's just what no, hopefully gets them hard and gets them going fucking hectic thing to do for a living yeah. though. oh just every week like my body cops it man like footy players cop it I think NRL to me looks like that would be the most battering sport like every player that's running each other like hard like we can kind of dodge and like get away from that stuff or you can be outside mm. pussy and not actually get the ball in the hard stuff and be on our side yeah but I reckon I would have been better at, if anyone's watching Broncos or whatever I reckon I'd be better at um, rugby than AFL have you ever tried any like crossover shit no I was touch footy touch I was, footy I, touch footy, I was awesome at touch footy like in Tassie but yeah. that was like touch footy like it's not cool yeah and but I feel like if you're good at touch footy I'm too, I, wish, I wish I was like 25 and I hadn't fucked up all that stuff I could like try another sport yeah but it's too late now. You're gonna be a fucking media mogul, bro. I know, but it's too late now. I'd love to play rugby, like just see how I'd go. Like I'd 
just go train with the Bronx one. Day. I did one time. We did touch. We did touch footy, and I scored two tries. I did like, you? I look like a mad dog, yeah. Because yeah, my fitness is different. There, I was running all day. That was like, yeah, they weren't running at me and bashing me, so I was it was fine. Yeah, yeah, they're right. Big boy, they're big boys. <laughs> so the management stuff. Have you got ideas of how you're going to yeah. run this shit? Yeah, I do. I, I'm obviously going to go in with a company first for a year or two and get the. Nah, shit. fuck nah, that nah, shit. Nah, nah. I feel like I can, like, because nah, I'm not going to be balls deep in it in the first year or two. Like, I'm going to be like learning mm. the ropes and seeing like contract negotiations and all that stuff. I love getting people deals. Like, I do all my own deals, like my Puma stuff and like, gaming and Telstra and all that. I do all that stuff myself. Like, I, I yeah. thrive on that. So I reckon I'd be good at like maybe talent agency or whatever, like getting blokes um, to do like a shoot or to do like yeah. apparels, my sponsor stuff. Like I reckon I'm really good at that. So that's something that I'd, I'd like to do early days as well. So I could do that off the bat. But management, I think like I'd be good for athlete management. So I've got to understand other codes and other sports. So I've got to like kind of delve into a lot of things for that. But I'm, I'm, I'm good to go, man. I can't wait. Do you think that you'll stay involved at the Lions? Um, if I'm staying in Brisbane, yeah. Like, I want to stay in Brisbane, but, like, for this stuff to happen, it's usually Melbourne or, you know, yeah. a bigger city. But, like, Melbourne's too busy for me. Like, I'm from Tassie. Like, when I went to Melbourne, it was, it was hectic. Coming yeah. to Brisbane, was a bit more normality in my life. But um, our, our team's moving out, to, moving out to Springfield, which is, like, uh, 40 minutes from Brizzy. Yeah. Down this way. Oh, down this way. Yeah, like, south. So we're going there next year. So if I'm going to do anything with the AFL, I don't want to do coaching or anything like that. I'd like to do development with yeah. a player, like yeah. development and that kind of stuff and like hone their skills and make them a better player. That's what I would do. But not like sitting in meetings all day and talking about footy because that's not my, yeah, that's not my jazz. And, but do you, are you going to keep it, trying to invest in yourself as like a personality? Because I feel like yeah, that's yeah, probably no, like I will. a I've got to find point. what that is. Yeah. Um, like YouTube, I don't want to be a YouTuber, but like doing that stuff, so much fun. And like mm. seeing the numbers and seeing if an episode does good or does bad. Like I kind of get an adrenaline rush from that. Mm. And I kind of want to be more like um, interviewing blokes, like for Channel 7, if I, like you want to get to know a player before the game, like I'll just do that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, talking to a player and, and understanding them and going out to the community with them and learning about their their history and culture or whatever like that kind of stuff like tickles my balls yeah 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 fuck man there's, but there's, so, like there's so many opportunities I just gotta find out what I wanna do I don't wanna be like stuck in this limbo of doing too much like I wanna hone into one or two things or one or two like one or three things yeah yeah but in saying that I mean I got a small family I wanna make sure I can you know, get paid well yeah I uh well bike, bike tester well they well, what do they do you just go test bikes, get paid to test bikes. Oh, well, Hasvani, Shad Hasvani the other day. That was sick. Yeah. How, so how was that experience Good. for you? So I got my L's. I don't know. Like it's, it's a great area with with AFL. Like in our contracts, you can't do extreme sports. Mm. And I'm pretty sure it's fine line saying what it is, like snowboarding, dirt bikes, whatever it is. Um, but like obviously I grew up with motorbike riding. It was so much fun. Um, so that was a, like that took me back to my childhood. It was awesome. And I want to get like a dirt bike that goes on road so I can kind of go to and from. Mm. but that's what I mean like if the club gets a sniff of and they're like nah look this is not looking good or whatever it is I've got to stop straight away so that's where I'm kind of like leaning towards like what do I do with it but um, there's a lot of blokes in the AFL who ride motorbikes they just don't put it on social media or whatever because mm. if anything happens then it's like why the fuck is he riding a motorbike like one bloke was wakeboarding and hurt his shoulder and he's like a gun of the competition oh. and the journos just went after him and he just won the Brown last year. Oh, really? <laughs> he won the best in the comp last year. Hero to zero. So, like, yeah. So, he was, like, um, no clubs really wanted him or anything after he, like, hurt his shoulder, wakeboarding, had, a, like, average year. And then he just, like, just put together, like, three years of just bang and then won it. So, now he's the best player in the comp. But, like, these things I'm talking about for, like, people to have good mentality off the field. Yeah. Will make them that much happier on and play better. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, it's a risk, but for clubs, they, like... Oh, man, to, that's their money. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. If, you, if he doesn't play, they're not winning games. 
So that's where it's at. Imagine being that guy. A lot of pressure. Oh, no, it it, but I guess you get paid accordingly though, right? Well, no, you still get paid no matter what. No, but I mean, like, he's probably, if he's the best player in the club, then he's probably getting oh, paid. Oh, he's on some serious bucks. So I'd say, say, like, fuck Snow, um, whatever yeah, it is, what he's doing. Yeah. Like, I was, fuck <laughs> yeah. away, boy. Mate, even, like, eight to a mil, probably. So, he's like, yeah. Mm. I can I can hold off for another 10 years. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a good point. But how, so how was the experience it was of really good. after, after really a long good. time off the bike? Like, I can do, like, I'm fairly fit, like, as an average person. So, like, I was, I, when I was riding, I was like, man, I blew up. I did, did two, I did did two laps. No shit. I was like, I need a, I took like two breaks. I needed, I need my, in here, like holding on like that was gone. I was getting like a bit of an arm pump again, which was awesome, but like sucked. Yeah, like, oh, the mems. And my groins and my hips, man, that was like, t- I don't know how hard it was because fucking Wilson kept telling me, oh, grab a buck hard with your legs. It's really good for you, like to take corners and stuff. And I was like having a crack at it. Like I gave it a bit more speed. And I was like, oh man, like. Sit on your toes and it's better for you to take corners. And then I just started getting like cramps and shit. He, he can fucking run. Man, right. he was fanging past me and he sprayed me to the bastard. If you're watching this, <laughs> and Sammy too, you big bastard. He actually, I'll shout out Sammy. He, that's probably the best I've seen him ride. Oh, really? Ever, I reckon. Man, he looked good. So I was like, I just expect him to be good. He's been running for his whole life. Yeah, yeah, but no, he doesn't only really ride that good. Oh, really? Nah. I must so be, he's showing off or no? I, was, I think it's because all the cameras are So there. I was making a break it, so if you fucked up, he was like, at least I had a crack. Yeah, yeah, nah. He, he was actually, because I pulled in behind him at one point, and I was like, Phew. So where are you on the scale of actually like- I smoke him. On the scale of like- him, Me to, like where This is like pro riding. Like, where are you and him? Uh, Way back. Like four, five? Well, D. So D's pro. Oh, so uh, D's pro? Yeah. So A, B, C, D? Yeah. And what are you doing? So D D's like pro, like he he was winning. So D acted, oh D Wilson yeah yeah, Man, yeah I thought you yeah. like there's gradings like A B C oh, D no D Wilson yeah so <laughs> yeah. so he he's pro yeah yeah, yeah. so he uh, Man, he was humming yeah so he was winning like the under 19s championship in like 2015 and he, oh, he actually died on the track he had like this massive crash hit his head they like pretty much pronounced him dead like they had police they're doing the whole thing he got like airlifted to hospital he was in a coma for fucking ages and um he said he was talking about it when you left actually i didn't know i was gonna say i thought you were around for it um but yeah so but he still rips like if he so he can't go pro again like he can't do it because of that he could he's a plumber now like it's just yeah is it more like health and safety or is it like fuck i don't want to do that again i don't know i actually yeah i'm not sure how'd it happen uh, was it? Do you remember? Was it first turn crash or something? Um, not quite sure. Not quite. First turn would have been hectic. It was like yeah, fuckload of bikes on him. I know. I know he hit his head. Did he get run over? Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. But yeah, so he hit his head real bad, and then he was like in a coma Damn. and stuff. But yeah, so but on your scale, like where are you compared to him? Then I would be like just above average of like the no average way. rider. I reckon. Nah, come on, man. Yeah, nah. Average rider's pretty shit. I'm an average rider. My brother is far, like way faster than me. So it's like pro. Yeah. My brother. Yeah. Me. Sammy. And then I'm fucking bottom. And of then the you're just under, <laughs> you're just under. I Sammy. was shitting myself going. I, was, I feel like I was going that fast. I don't. I don't reckon it'd take you that long. But. Oh, no, nah, just like the first thing in. I've never ridden a 350 before. I've been like 250 max. One yeah. two, I was like, I was 125 for like my whole life. I loved... Even XR80, bro. Really? <laughs> yeah. I loved that you had one of those 125s. That the was... CR125, man, it was my, my pride and joy. I used, I used to get... I used to... Effort, I used to be shit with it and not clean. I used to blow up all the time. I had to get rebuilt a couple of times. <laughs> Cost an arm and leg. That was fuming. But you like, would have been the most fucking pain in the ass. Oh, man. And like, because we lived in like rural areas, like horses galore. And me and my mates used to fang past and like, they would go crazy. Mum broke his leg. Uh, and the owners came up to the house and like sprayed us. And dad was just, like, 
fuck off off my property net like it was just I was like oh the first time I've seen him like that and I'd say get away and I was like yeah dad what's up and he's like nah fucking you get inside <laughs> and I was like <laughs> sorry dad I, took my bike off me I reckon the cra- I was, there's something I've been thinking about recently is just the the freedom you can give a kid when you give him a motorcycle. Oh, man. Like, to be a young kid yeah. on a fucking 125. I wouldn't have had a trust in myself, like... I think about that I used, to, I used to literally cut off my back guard, like, pretending I was Brian Deegan. I'd have the vet... <laughs> I'd have my shirt off with the pants and stuff on, and I'd have, like, the, the body armor on, on here with a helmet, and just, like, just pretend I'm doing that stuff. Like, hitting, like, little shitty jumps and, like, pretending I'm doing, like, no-footers and can-cans and all that stuff. I was, like, just fixated on how cool he was because that's what I mean like I was my idol growing up when you, when you were talking I was like that's sick That it's a trip I was talking to Dean uh, Lucas like, he's been here a couple of days yeah. we, we sort of only get to catch up once a year and um, that's how he was like is it a trip that you like talk to Deegan I'm like not, doing the podcast with him is like one thing like I kind of expect that yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. kind of my job, it's a job. You know? and there's people that come on and you talk to them and it's not like your homies yeah, after yeah, it yeah. or like you know you just do it it's a thing and then you post it yeah, and then yeah. it makes you money and then yeah, you do yeah. the next one <laughs> yeah. but with with the crazy thing with him is like we're like fucking full business dudes let's like, go know, like texting about like YouTube algorithms and are you doing a short channel what was his thing militia Militia Meta, Army? Meta, Meta Militia? Militia? Fuck. Mm. They had the good riders on there too. Yeah, yeah. That like was, Twitch? Yeah. What was Twitch's name? Jeremy something. Jeremy Stenberg. Jeremy Stenberg. Yeah. And that's Twitch and Scummy. Who was Bubba? Remember the fact Bubba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's his name? What was Bubba's name? Oh, you wouldn't know. Can oh, we pull up, pull up Bubba real quick? Crusty Demons Crusty Bubba. Demons I can't Bubba. remember his name. He was actually in here when we did the Seth Enslow no podcast. No way. Yeah, because we did the Seth Enslow podcast. still boys. Yeah, yeah, they're still fucking homies. He was so big. But Bubba, look at him down Bubba Downhill there. Crash. Let's go. <laughs> Jesus. He was crazy, man. He was a really nice guy, actually. I really wanted Surely to get all of them would be, wouldn't him. They? Yeah, I wanted to get him on when Seth come on. Oh, have you um, hung out with uh, 199 before? Yeah. He's done. He seems like he's a sick bloke. He's a fucking animal. You and him. He looks like a bit of a dork. You and him. Nah, he's a full ADD send fest. Like he's always he's, like this. Like I'm talking about Trace Pastrana. Yeah, no, nah, he. Uh, I think that's like a pretty pretty. <laughs> I good remember look. this clip, man. Yeah, this is such a throwback. So this is like this is the kind of stuff that got me going as a kid. Hell yeah! Put what music? Yeah, where's, on the, this? where's the sound on this? I wonder this? if this is gonna get us. Oh yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah. Fuck, dude! I used to froth this shit that, so yeah, hard. Yeah. And then he like he like he fakes it going down a hill, yeah, he jumps out, right. and it's like a yeah, boom, yeah, yeah. Boom. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> I just want to have something on the throttle alone. Yeah, they're just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> That's good editing. That is good. Eh? Uh, it, oh fuck! I forget all this man, shit. Eh? I watched it the other day when Did like you? Seth he fla- flies up a hill and then smacks his shin. He's like. If there's no blood in the picture, it's not a good picture, right? Or something like that. And I was like, that's iconic for me. The the one that's um, turned down a bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck That's off. what I mean. Like, the oh shit they used to do was so cool. And this probably started Jackass, to be honest. Oh, dude, that was... <laughs> We're launching. Fuck? Where is this hill? It has to be like Arizona or somewhere, like in the hills or California. Yeah, that'd be like full... Be Cali, wouldn't it? Yeah, like full... Uh, like Temecula sort of <laughs> surrounding area. Oh, shit. Bubba. What a... Uh, 
Do you remember that? Go to the the Dunes one where Seth. Oh, and he lands on the bikes, oh. and that's the first time they met him. Like half the blokes yeah, first time, and, 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 like, and they're like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" It's like Jeremy McGrath. Yeah, yeah, Jeff all the Emig, big riders, like, man. All the biggest names. Yeah, dudes. and he's, he's comes in as like launches onto the onto oh, they just sit on yeah this one the oh, yeah, that mate. one it's yeah. crazy man it's so it fucks up. a bunch of people's bikes up so this, we're doing this for the AFL fans that tune in that might have yeah, never that, seen yeah. this this is what I used to love oh my like makes no sense well what he's where was gonna land yeah so that's what that's what's obviously happened go back Ryan so let's watch this again and like he's jumping on these like factory bikes <laughs> that are just worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars, just frame cases. And he's on like an RM two fifty or something. Piece of shit RM two. Look at that yeah. helmet, dude. Oh my god. Have you ever seen that, Rhodes? Bruh. You've literally got like Jeremy McGrath there. Yeah. One eight hundred collect you'd Fox see him. gear. You'd see him. How cool is their old gear though? Like their pants oh. and shit. That's fucking. I've vintage. got I've got one of those bikes. That one right there. That's vintage. Yeah, I got got one of those bad boys. The boys is like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah. What the is fuck was that about? Is it wearing sunnies? Yeah. <laughs> LBZ, baby. Yeah, that, I also had that long sleeve there. Did you? Yeah, loved LBZ. Fuck, I love this. All of This is for all of the AFL fans yeah. that are tuning who, in who right now that who like, would have never nah, seen No, I've never talked about this in my life. Really? Never. Oh, I fucking love it. Dude, that bike right now, if you... Tr- like, I what, bought, are you worth money? I bought mine for seven grand. No! <laughs> yeah. So one that I got stolen, fuck. Yeah. Oh, My 2002 CR125? Be worth a packet, bro. There's Emig, one of the best yeah. dudes to ever race Supergirls. They were just so confused. They just didn't know what was going on, eh? Watch him. He's like, I'm just standing here, and the next minute's like, he just came to launch into my bike. Dude, the crashes yeah, that he fuck. had. I know, he's actually nuts. Yeah, real nice dude too. But did he actually have anything wrong with him, or he's just like, "Fuck, it, I got to launch it to make money." Dude, that's the thing. Like, and Deegan was the same. Like, that's one of my favorite lines from a Deegan, the Deegan podcast was uh, where he's like, he's like talking about people that hate on him for making money. He's like, yeah, "Hey, yeah. there's the fucking jumps. Yeah, go you and do send it. it you pussy. do it. Yeah, you do <laughs> it." it. <laughs> literally said, you know, because yeah, these were just guys that came from nothing yeah 100% just nowhere yeah and gutter a, kids yeah and it's the same as like jackass you know who was the bloke that did the first backflip oh that was um Kerry Car- Hart, Hart. Yeah. yeah another guy you yeah know, like just and now you're like obviously you dated pink and shit but like he's married to her oh yeah that's what I meant sorry married yeah. they had kids and stuff I thought they broke up for a bit anyway I, I that's, that's, they, that's I think they did that's like people magazine I don't know too much but um, hey, when he did first on that sketchy backflip on that dirt thing and then launched into the water, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Do you remember that or not? The yeah. first backflip ever? Yeah. So he landed a sketchy like... Yeah, he went like... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but still, like... Well, the crazy thing too is like, if you want to like, if you want to go learn a backflip you got so much better right stuff to do now. now yeah, yeah. You got like you those go lo- um, the foam, foam pits and you got that, that ramp that's kind of like... What is that ramp made of? Like just plastic sheet you know the one that's got like a, a safe thing on it oh the resi yeah, yeah, yeah so they yeah. got like a like a plastic thing yeah this, oh, is, this is it he got so high oh this is so nice. Nice. oh and so he'd never is that claim is that actually the first one yeah yeah 100% that's the first one yeah um but there that's just like straight to dirt yeah, just guessing I, I think he said he went to like TJ Lavin's house when and, he have and like did a, it on a BMX bike no shot can you imagine how the fuck to go from a BMX to that? Yeah. And he was so high too, like he's in no man's land. He's like, what am I doing now? Yeah, that's like not an easy way to nah. do a backflip by nah, like he was sick any too. measure. Um do you do you think that you're the like you've come from fucking essentially jackass yeah. wannabe stunt man yep. shit and motocross and skating and then yep. you end up making it footy? Like, 
do you just feel like you're the kind of person or maybe you don't have to relate this to yourself but just do you think there's just people out there that they're just gonna make it at something yeah. like they're just born to do something where like a lot of people are gonna know who that person is i think i i, I do think about that sometimes like, i always think like what would i've been doing if i didn't play footy like rough, mm. I, in my head like i'll be doing something that would have been to, to me cool or crazy or something like like that like i always wanted to be like free someone across or a stuntman or like a you know jackass guy so that was always like to show. I always used to be show off. Mm. That's why I like so people with that personality like who show off a lot or not like have arrogance about them, but like confident they can do something or get get something to laugh or that kind of shit. Like I always thought I'd be doing something that'd be showing off. Like I get to show off on the field now, mm. trying to be a tough guy and stuff. And that's 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 fun for me. Yeah. So like that kind of thing, that that image you put put out there or per, the perception of yourself. Like I love. I was always going to do that. Something like that. But that's just their, their stuff. They're doing is just neck level. Like, I'm never going to do. That. Yeah, but there's, I mean, you just ended up being somebody. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That, like a lot I of people, if, yeah. and I think, oh, like Seth Enslow. Yeah. Like he was probably always going to be a guy that like everybody that's knew something. who that he was yeah, going to yeah. be, whether it was, you know. That's always, a, that's always the question though. Like it's, it's probably the, if he didn't send that bike, yeah. like who would have been anyone? Just been like some guy who wasn't good at motocross and just did that. Yeah. Just some crazy guy rocks up and just does some stupid shit. But because of that, then he started doing like the biggest jumps in the world, setting records and making his name that way. So I think it's all about moments. Yeah. Like my moment was when I was working with dad and it was too hard. I was like, nah, I'm playing AFL. Mm. Then, then that was my goal. Yeah, yeah, right. And with that, if that, it was more money for me, then it wasn't like what would be a good job. Yeah. Like, because I, I didn't see myself making money, jumping off shit or any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I saw like footy was like the next best thing. If I didn't make footy, then I probably would have done something else. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I wonder that a lot yeah. of times, like with Pete, you know, guys like yourself, like, you know, you, you just, you're around Pete. Well, I'm, I get fucking paid to be around yeah, people that yeah. have like done shit that's worth talking yeah, yeah. about. Yeah. 100%. And everyone's just got like a vibe about them to where it's like, it just makes sense yeah, yeah. that that person is like famous for doing yeah. something you know there's some people I see like that are famous for like TikTok stuff like I don't oh, I don't know like just like yeah, weird viral I, yeah. shit I'm like no oh, that's kind of annoying but that's just what they do they up the times now like if you get viral and you get famous and you make money like that's not your fault it's for the people like even these rappers and stuff like I'm an island boy like those guys oh. are like fucking what now like but they're probably rolling in it just for doing that dude so you- I don't know man <laughs> Those island boys. Do you, do you watch? Uh, do you watch No Jumper? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Guy, see, uh, I fucking love that dude. He, see, that's what I mean. Like, he probably started out just doing like a normal podcast stuff, and now he's just got the biggest names. Like, want to go on his show to get their word out, dude. So crazy. I, I I'd love to do the podcast with him. He. Uh, I've actually got someone. In Surely his, you can get in contact somehow. I've got someone's he, email. Does he? Does he get like asked to be on podcasts? Yeah, Surely. yeah, yeah. He he goes on them a bunch of yeah, times. Okay. Um, he's a fucking G that dude. But it's crazy. So my first. Uh, well, it's crazy in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my first thing that I did was like this motocross website called mxdaily.com.au. Yeah. I remember that. Like, no, you don't. Was it, mag- it wasn't a magazine? Nah, no. Nah, it was like an online thing. It was like one of the first like blogs oh. in moto in Australia. Okay. And then that's why I was like, I'll buy a camera and then I'll like make shit and yeah, I'll yeah. put it on the internet because no one else... This is before YouTube. I was putting shit <laughs> okay. on Vimeo. Yeah, yeah, um, But he... he, yeah, he <laughs> I know, but I know, there's no one else who would surely... I still got a fucking Vimeo, Vimeo channel Let's with go. Like, all this old shit. Yeah, yeah. But um, he he started a, exactly the same thing, but it, I think it was called um, We The People or mm. like... It was like a... Um, it was just a BMX blog yeah yeah and then that's what he was like fully into bmx and then he was doing like these he owned like this bmx store yeah and then um these guys would come in to uh do his 
podcast like BMX guy, but then there was like rappers that were like friends with the BMX. Just lingering and then around. He'd, and then he'd interview the rappers and then his rap thing got big. Good on him. And yeah, yeah, you just think like, that's just a dude that was like always going to be, yeah, yeah. you know, something. Like well, he some had, people like, he would have, have He would have had ambitions and stuff. It's all about like men- your mental, like what do you want to do? Like mm. if you can, that's what I keep like laying back to the Seth thing. Like if you're not going to, no one's going to do that. Or if you think like you could be really good at something, like why wouldn't you go for it? Or yeah. it's hard if people like see someone come up and like, well, I can do, I can do podcasting better than him. Like what the mm. fuck would he be doing? It's, it's like they've put the time and effort into it. Like it's going to, it's always going to happen for you or if something mm. you have that drive and that um, professionalism you want to do something really well like you said it before like you don't do it half ass. like if you did this half ass, like did an episode once in a blue moon and kind of invested in like a nice table and mics and stuff then you're not going to be where you're at are you yeah surely not yeah no, so it's, no. It's, it's, that's what I mean like it's, 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 it's what you put into it and your work ethic and your drive and like obviously where you want to get to in life but I definitely what you said before about like you're not that good of a footy player and you just like work real hard. Mm. I definitely did not have that perspective as a kid. And if there's like, I fucking hate, I hate to even be referenced ever in any way, shape or form as like a role model to like kids. Yeah. Like I swear we smoke weed on here. (laughs) Like there's a lot of fucking carry on that that takes place. Like, so for that lane, like I'm definitely not a role model, but in terms of like the message, being yourself, one of they? Yeah. I just, yeah, I've wanted to do it for a long time. So it's like, I don't want to fucking act. But, um, but in terms of like the messaging, that's like one important thing that I love when people like yourself say, because when I was a kid, I just didn't really think, fully understand that it was hard work that made people i just thought it was talent Mm. and i was just so thought i was not talented you know what i mean and it's just like you know people were like oh you got a gift for the podcast oh fucking i've done a lot of them (laughs) it's like experience man i've done a lot at this point but yeah i did not get that whole concept of hard work does pay off until like kind of later when i started i thought i always applied hard work to like a job yeah yeah you know but i thought i can't be good at this sport i can't be good at motocross i can't be good at because i'm just not talented enough and i've just since doing the podcast you just hear these stories of people just over and over of like i wasn't that good at this i wasn't that good at that i just work real hard i think that that's probably like the most important message to get out there yeah on that as well like i think if you don't think you're talented at one sport try or you are good at one sport try other I always tell these kids when I go to clinics like try as many sports or as many mm. things as you can because you don't know what you're going to be good at like I was good at AFL and I was good at other sports too but when it came down to it it was like I was the best at AFL out of everything I tried so why wouldn't I try with that like I, if you're saying you're like you didn't feel talented in certain things like obviously you're not going to be doing podcasts as a kid so you wouldn't know that's yeah, going to yeah. be your future eh? yeah. so if you felt like less talented at one thing it's because probably you weren't like the best in your class or the best in your, in your club doing that Yeah. so that's where you probably get like pigeonholed into saying like oh I'm not talented growing up like you don't really know about hard work until you have to actually have to get put in place and try it like to do it because you can do hard as like hard work at school but like it's fucking school like you know, like I know yeah. some kids are full bookworms and book nerds like that's probably what they are really good at like they're good at uh, maths and science or like you like that like, kind of stuff science and um, doing well with grades or whatever it is fucking like, loser just yeah you get picked <laughs> on for that but like that's what you're good at I wasn't good at any of that stuff I was like well I'm not going to be a, like a a tech person or well, yeah. I kind of actually love tech but I'm not going to be someone who's going to be working in a in a um, office or something like that sitting behind a desk for the rest of my life I can't do that I have to be outside Yeah, I have to be like really active and stuff so just knowing that you've tried a lot of things and you can find out what you're good at because there could be something random that you're good at Yeah. so that's what I'll always tell you just try as many sports like I'm at an AFL clinic I'm saying just try any other sport as well because you never know Yeah. 
And so, I and I think too, um, you don't enjoy something until you're good at it. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like you kind of. Why the fuck would you keep doing it if you not if you don't like doing it? Yeah, and it's like that's like the job. Like the see, I don't know. I always when I say like the average person, it's hard to like say because they don't have that opportunity to like do something that's they love doing like I do. Yeah. So if I bitch about like football, like oh, you know, it's a job to me, which it is. It's obviously business. Like I got, you know, I've been cut before so i know it's like yeah, they'll yeah. Get, rid of, get rid of me in a heartbeat so why wouldn't i like just think it's a job but i love that i get to do something that i enjoy doing like it's a fucking good job so i'm always going to give it everything i've got but i, I don't feel sorry i don't feel sorry for people that are working offices and they go oh, i fucking got work on monday it's hard jobs and stuff like you can kind of change that i know some people can't yeah because they, they probably don't have any well you skills. can but it'll take a long time yeah yeah like, so that's just, that's the problem and so you can you can definitely try to do something else but I'll just say, just, it's, when you're a kid growing up or in high school, just try as much shit as you want. Yeah. And so what what sort of advice, not advice, but like what's your style with your kids now as like yeah. a guy that's kind of made it and your kids are old enough to yeah. know that you've made it and they watch you do games and yeah, they yeah. watch you fucking do good, they watch yeah. you do bad. Like what's the lessons that you try and instill in your kids? Oh, like the yeah. most important lessons. Well, the first thing I want, because obviously I've got money and stuff, I don't want to like spoil them, but I do see those moments when they've got like, if he wants a new scooter or he wants a new toy or something, like I'll just give him like, well, I can buy it for him, let's just get it for him. But when I've gotten older and experienced like with my child and stuff or my children is like making him earn it. So like everyone says like you got like you get silver spoon as a kid like whatever like you didn't get you didn't earn anything and you see a lot of that with these private school boys or whatever it is in footy now like they just think they deserve games or they should be playing and they're not playing like they get that little entitlement. But, yeah, that little butthurt mentality. Um, so with the kids I just making sure they earn everything they get like they just got to earn it no matter what and and with Chance my son he loves like coming to my footy games and doing stuff around football and always hanging out with me he's always on my hip he's like a tagger he's always there I just like I don't say he doesn't play AFL yet he plays rugby yeah because like that's what his mates are doing so I'm like let's go play rugby play soccer play basketball whatever if you want to play AFL just do it I don't push him into doing that even though it'd be awesome if he did and he was good at it because then he'd be able to pay the bills and I'd be able to retire early and yeah. look after me but no I just like let him be him like whatever his personality is if he wants to do something else and just go for it yeah and what about in terms of like you know work ethic and you know like yeah, yeah. The, those kind of uh lessons in in that sense like what's the I most think, important i think you just i think you ever have it like for me like if you if you want to work hard or something like it kind of yeah because i watched my dad and he was a hard worker so i was like oh that's what it takes yeah but if you don't have that like father um father figure or something you just, you just got to figure out someone that you can idolize or who you do idolize and see what they do i know it's hard sometimes because you probably can't get in contact with a player or a, mm. or a motocross rider and see what they do behind the scenes but it's all about homework and just doing it that way I know I, I can tell you right now to your face it takes hard work to be very good at something it's not just mm. going to give given to you so it's just hard to say that but the, the reason why we do clinics and stuff is to teach these kids these things who might not be seeing it from other people so mm. it's a tough one but yeah you just, I, I, just, I don't want to say you're born with hard work because you just, it's just you don't want to fail that's yeah. just what I've been growing up with. It is. That's like kind of one It's hard, the, man. Like, it's a hard thing to say. Like, how do you teach a kid hard work when... Yeah. If they don't want to do something, they won't do it as a kid. Yeah. Like, there's different age groups. And so, what about having kids young? Yeah, I started at 24. I wanted them earlier. Really? Yeah, me and my partner, we tried like literally probably two months in, we'd be like, yeah, let's have kids. Really? Yeah. Like, after like first meeting her... What the fuck? Moved in like two weeks. She like didn't leave my house for like two weeks and like moved in like a month later. Bro, we, oh, I told her that. I was like, you're getting, you got a good life. Like, yeah. this is what happens. What a wicked. Bruh. So we're like, we've, uh, we, so we got together when I was 21, I think. 
So we've been together for ages. And we've, obviously we've had breakups during then and I've fucked up a few times, whatever, through the whole process and stuff. But like for, without her, I wouldn't be where I am either. So you got to give her a pat on the back and let her know. So, but yeah, I want to- yeah, I, I cannot I see I wanna, you being this successful if you weren't nah, in a long-term no, relationship. No way, bro. She's a- You're a fucking wild She's put man. up with so much shit. No, she's a legend. Um, when you're saying that with the, having kids early is like, that put me on the straight and narrow straight away. Yeah. Like that was like, fuck, now it's not about me. It's about, it's about other people. Yeah. And like, if I, if I do bad or something, then, you know, they're not, they're not going to have, oh, it was more the fact like if I was getting in trouble and stuff, would he be proud of me? Like, that's mm. why I kind of like, there's so many deep things. Like when you're going through stuff with kids, like when he Googles me when he's older, what's he going to say? Yeah. Like that kind of shit. And, and that then, shit plays on your mind. Oh like, man. Instantly. Like I, like every decision and stuff, like it's usually about that stuff. So even when my mum was like, um, you're embarrassing our family name when I was like getting in a lot of trouble, <sighs> like, cause all the kids, Jehovah's Witness, like she's like full blown yeah. churchy. So like when she'd go to the congregation and go to the meetings, like her like that, but she's your son Mitchell. What's he up to now? This yeah. this run of my kid. Blasphemous. Oh man. But yeah, so that kind of stuff always plays in you. And I was like, you know, I want to make her proud again. That's why I've changed a lot of shit. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Still got a long time to live. Yeah, you can still fuck up. I got so fuck many. Up. <laughs> I got so many like runs on the board now. I got. I can just <laughs> wait till I finish, mum. Frank, frankly, yeah, you do what you want there. <laughs> the devil. <laughs> no. Yeah, because I can. Uh, like, I was just speaking to one of my mates yesterday. He just had his first kid uh, like two weeks ago, yeah. and he was like, he "It's was so like, funny seeing that transition, man. Like, even seeing the Instagram post, like, oh, you, I fell in love with you straight away. Like, yeah. all this like really like corny shit. But man, it's like, true. First time you see that little f- that kid, like, <laughs> brah, like it's you, you don't even know it and you love it. You do anything for it straight away. It's it's a weirdest feeling. But like, even when I see it now, like people post about their kids, like have newborns. I'm like, oh man, that's ugly baby. And like, like I know, yeah. you, I know you love it, but like, come on, man, <laughs> don't have to post that stuff. But it's honestly the way you feel. Like you don't know what to do. It's like, oh my god, I love this thing. Yeah, that's what he was saying. It's, it's he's the like, feeling like you, you don't have it with anything. Unless maybe a puppy or some shit, like that's probably the best thing you can get close to. Yeah, but even then, like, even then, it's like, it's, a, it's not your kid. And the puppy's like, oh, I haven't talked about it. Anyway, that's another story. But yeah, he said, he's like, I was watching his missus go through this. He's like, it's the craziest deal because oh, you're watching man. your missus go through this shit and Actual you can't do agony. anything to Actual help agony, her. Bro. And you're just like, fuck, I'm so useless. I'm so useless. And then he's like, and then the fucking kid pops yeah, out yeah. and then you. Everything, everything in your life before he's like you're just looking at it's a fucking crazy. kid it's it's a corny as shit but like it's the oh no it's only one feeling you can ever have of that and it's like a birth of a child like it's crazy man does it change as you have more huh does it change as you have more like the second one you're just like ah fuck big deal no 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 because like because i went boy and the girl so yeah. i've got another girl on the way now so i reckon the third time we'll be like oh, i know what's, i know what's going on so i'm better prepared for it like the second one my first baby was um breached so i was c-section yeah and the second one charlie she was she came out like the, the traditional way and I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, okay. That's that's what they're talking about. Real. Yeah. But even the C-section, man, like they're so ruthless with it. Like, and this is a whole, I don't know what you guys want to listen <laughs> no, to. No, Mate, so when whatever. they're cutting open, like they're just like, pfft, like just dragging it out and then like I hear you cut the, cut the baby's cord and I was like, Duh. I was just like, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, this is not what I was expecting. Man. <laughs> this like, is a fucking No bloodbath. fucking book can prepare you for that shit. Straight alien. No, and then like, the traditional way, it was like more like, oh, I've seen that on movies. I know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but when she just cut her open, I was like, no, <laughs> what is this? They're like, yes, yeah, stand the other end because a lot of people pass out. I was like, nah, I'm a man. Like, show me. I was like, oh my fuck. It's probably looked the exact same as your eye. Yeah, 100%. Fuck. Did, have you seen that picture? Go on Robbo's Instagram. Yeah, my Instagram. This is a heavy shot. I fucking can, love this. I don't know if it's if there's a video on there or not. Yeah, I got shit mixed. Yeah, you got, well, so what happened? So I just went back with a flight and um, this a 
guy from the other team, the old team is to play for. You yeah, it. you know what I said. Um, his elbow just copped it sweet in my eye. Fucking, you post a, a lot, eh? Around. Yeah, it's all about. Fuck your missus comedy. looks like a G. Yeah, there, there, there. Oh, that's so hectic. Yeah, so I had like, so that happened before half time, and like I was like, fuck this. And like when he was jabbing, it was the worst pain. The staples felt fine. Yeah, but that coming when I, when I was taping my top eyebrow near my eye, that just felt rank. Like I didn't feel pain. It was just like just a weird just stapling, yeah. literally like a staple gun. But yeah, they had that. How's it look now? Have you got much oh, of a scar? No, oh. it's when like it's it scars a little bit. You just have to be like in a, in a good light to see it. Yeah, but I've had shitloads of um like stitches and stuff. That was my first staples. Fuck. But yeah, that was gnarly. That was like um literally that would happen for half time, and then just went in and got stapled up, and I was back out of the field, and the bloke's like, "What the fuck? What happened?" To you? Like one of my good mates, Eddie Betts. So like I ran up to him and like tackled him, and I got oh. up, <laughs> and he literally like looked at me, and goes, "What happened?" To, like no one really knew about it, so. <laughs> Have you got a video of this shot? Where, yeah, where I happened? think so. Um, probably, yeah, go up. I'll put it on the... Yeah, there. Oh, fuck. It's like a, it's, this is one of my gaming montages. I just like that. Oh. Just smack me in the face. How's the... F- oh, bruh. Yeah, this is my gaming stuff. You look like the hardest cunt in the world on Fortnite for yeah, like so I was a pl- week. I was playing that. Was Bang. Yeah, it was fun though. I, I like that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, that's when you I know love it. blood. Like, I, if I get blood, like they try and give you towels and that, I'm like, nah, don't touch it. <laughs> let it, let it run. Let, let it go. Good photo first. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's no joke. How's yeah. the like when your skin pops? It was just like, like it must be a, like it must pop. be a, you feel like a quick bl- like rush to the wherever it is. And you're mm. Like, oh shit! Like you just feel like it's, it just you hear nothing and then like you're just like, oh, okay, you always do that first. Like, is it gonna bleed or not? And mm. then you're like, yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> but it's all good I don't mind it yeah adds, adds it comes ca- with the game man like if you get more blood rules you look like a mad dog yeah that's character yeah do you still in like so you just fully enjoy like just I love, I love the, playing the thrashings I love playing games I hate everything else about it yeah right everything else like training's like I like doing some sort of training like staying fit and getting paid to stay healthy and that like I don't hate meetings and everything but it's just like I've been doing it for so long it's so repetitive mm. um, getting better as a team is awesome like seeing our trajectory and where we're going like that, that's that gets me like really excited and like I love that part of it. Like sometimes doing clinics and like repetitive stuff when you're absolutely spent after training, you got to go out to do functions and that. That's me like, yeah, man, this is tough. But in saying that, like it's one of the best jobs in the world, man. Like it's you're a professional athlete. Like we don't get paid like the American sports do, but yeah, it's handy to have that um, security. Are you are you like naturally fit? You reckon? Nah, nah, nah. I gut run a lot. So there's blokes in our team who are like really good runners. Gut run. Gut runner. So like it, you're not fit oh you're not like um you're not gonna beat these guys but like in a game when there's a ball and a body and i've got to like run to beat people like i'll just like gut run it so it comes from like down here not from yeah. like your lungs yeah so they call it gut running like you, you just like just, you get, just make get, it get, get through the pain get through the pain and go do what you do but like running laps and stuff oh, i hate it man like that's right now i hate running laps we run like this morning we ran um six one minute runs like fast as you can go for like one minute one minute rest and then we did six 30 second sprints like it's, it doesn't sound like much but we're doing it with like no recovery and stuff and then a five minute all out yeah so that was like 7.30 finish at 8.30 not like whatever it was and then by the end of it you just feel sick like I'm done What what's your when you like gut running in games like what's your headspace we around uh, you just don't think about it you just get it done but some blokes like it hurts too much you just don't do it you just can't do it because you you're in pain but we run like 13 um, to 14 k's a game so it's a fair bit yeah and the game like 100, Fuck, 120 minutes lot, yeah 120 man. minutes some blokes run like 16 plus k's and they're freaks like they're the naturally fit fit fuckers so would you is is i could uh, run a 3k now like in about 10 10 30 or something like that 10 40 but is like that, the, is that the, good yeah it's pretty good like the, the best runs in afl running like 
below tens, like nine minutes, and that's like pretty good, pretty good pace. Uh, AFL, for heavy boys, because we're pretty heavy for like runners. Um, uh, AFL boys, like, is that the fittest code you reckon in Australia? Uh, in, in terms of like us, and it's all different fitness. Like our repeat sprints, like the NRL boys, probably wouldn't be the same. And like I'll be, I watch some of their training. They do like tackling and then wrestling on the ground and get up and go. Like that's that's hard fitness. Yeah. Like jujitsu, they'd be like that. Like being yeah. um, wrestling fitness or whatever it is. I, I like long distance and repeat and like a three sixty degree game. Like it, that's just full on. Like yeah, would be more than soccer. Be more than NRL union. We run way more than those guys. Yeah, the it's body just different running and the body shapes like they're like fucking hundred plus. All their blokes hundred plus kilos. Yeah, I'm like eighty nine. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, that, that makes a. There's a couple dudes though in the AFL that are just fucking specimens. Yeah, man. there's we've got a lot of like. Oh, I reckon that that's like the best physical physical yeah, athletes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of know? girls say that too, so that's always a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I reckon AFL boys have got the bods. Yeah, because you got you can you can have best of both worlds. You can be tall um, and kind of thick, but athletic and ripped and stuff. Like yeah. you, that's what you kind of are. Um, or you can be like whatever you want, really. Any body type can play our game. Yeah, Usually, right. like with NRL, you like you got to be thick and f- fucking just yeah. It's more like a beast, man. <coughs> that's like that <laughs> just powerful beast. Those guys are the NFL. Like you've got to be within like measurements and shit. 100%. And there's like combine. We've got blokes of- who are like nearly blo- nearly like I don't know what the word for it is. It's just a very small person. He's like they're like one one point five or something like that. They're like really really small. Caleb really? Daniel. He's one of the best players in, in the comp. So what's his name? Caleb Daniel. Go, go, to his go Caleb Daniel. He's so he wears a helmet. He's so small. He wears wearing. a helmet. He wears a helmet. Yeah, there's only a few blokes wear helmets. Yeah, that guy. A fucking helmet. He's very attractive too, but like he's very, very, very small. Very, very, very small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, how he's tall, quite little. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how tall he is, but like I want to see his helmet. Yeah, we well, might have been playing. Where's his fucking lid? I don't know. He doesn't have any photos of him wearing a helmet. That's yeah. Well, makes sense. I, probably, I think he must take it off. Go to like Google and type in Caleb Daniel. And then I want to see like the biggest fucking The biggest guy on our team? Oh, biggest guy in the AFL? Who would that be? Oh, Tom Hawkins. Who's who's the full axe? Oh, yeah, he's got a lid. Now, we've got a guy on our team and we call him Specimen. He's like hot as and his body's just like... Really? Yeah. Type in... Um, oh, fuck, what's his name now? Damn, what's his name? <laughs> oh, dude, there's like... The one thing about Burley, there is that much puss getting around Burley when you're down here. Like you just go anywhere on James Street, and it'll just—it's just like a parade that just goes past. It's crazy. And you know what that comes with? What? Just Adonis men too. Marcus Adams. I don't know how I've got his name. Type in Marcus Adams. You just see these dudes. That yeah. Are just absolute skyscrapers with these yeah, like twelves, yeah, yeah. just every day, just yeah, walking. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, go go like one of the yeah. Go to oh, any other photo. Look at the one up here. How's the beard the man can yeah, grow to? I, I cut his hair too, so it's like... Fuck, look he's at that. an animal. Yeah, he's a good-looking rooster too, Yeah, eh? he's just like... And he's, he's turned into a really good player too, like... So what's the stats like on him? How big is this dude? So he'd be like nearly... Oh, probably 100-something kilos, like 3% body fat or something crazy like that, like... Wow. Yeah. How tall is he? 190-something? 194, 195? Jesus. Maybe, yeah. He's a fucking... But there's animal. a lot of blokes like that in the AFL. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It seems like the AFL has... Oh, is that him there in the middle? Which one? That. Yeah, that's his old team. Yeah, right. Yeah, you can just see like the size comparison. Yeah, he's just a beast. Yeah, so there's just some big boys in the. Yeah, in you, the you, AFL. Get, you get all types of shapes. You get blokes like a lot of 100 plus kilo blokes, but everyone's like between like seven, I'll say between 80 and 90. It's like probably the average. Yeah. But like they're all ripped and can run all day and do a lot of other things like jump tall. Yeah. 
But yeah. and you're getting hit from just different everywhere. Angles. Yeah, that's probably the best thing about it. Like you just you don't know where it's coming from. That's probably the worst thing in my mind. Best thing for it. me, like, <laughs> you, you get like you get a sense of it though when you're out there, like where everyone's coming from. Yeah, that's why I always think like NFL and stuff. Like how the fuck do they not know someone's behind them about to knock the ball out of their hands or they don't know where the bloke's coming from? Like yeah, it's literally just in front of you. What sports do you like watching? Um, I do like watching. I love boxing. That's my number one sport. I love boxing. Yeah, okay. um, NFL is cool. Yeah, uh, I do watch some basketball games. Only when there's big games on. Yeah. Um, I do watch UFC fights. Like all the boys, we've got a few big fans in our team. Yeah. And they love watching it, so I go around the house and chuck it on. Yeah. What um with, with the boxing stuff? Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing? Yeah, like I reckon a, I will. I reckon I'll do a couple match. of like fights after. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it'd be awesome. But I I've seen you on the bag. There was one guy. Which one? You've been. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was one guy. There was one guy. Um, a, pro, a footy player who boxed after and got knocked out, and I was like, "Fuck, man! If that happened to me, it'd be really? pretty embarrassing." Yeah. What's the clip? Can we find it? Oh, I don't want to post it now because he actually passed away. Oh, like, from recently. That. Yeah, no, no, from that. Oh. But like from like other yeah, stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah so enough. I was kind of like, I don't want to laugh about it now. Yeah, but he got clipped. But he got, he got clipped. And I was like, "Fuck!" That made me double think. I'm like, man, like a lot of people would want want to see that happen to me. So like, it would sell a fight easy. Yeah. But like, if it did happen, I'd make sure I choose a, a bum. Yeah, I'm not yeah. fighting anyone that can actually throw hands. Is there anyone that you would fight? Oh yeah, yeah. But if I say it, we straight in the paper. Yeah, let's go. No, I'm not gonna let's I'm not, go. I'd, I'd love to do it for you, man, but I can't have it. Don't do it for me. Let's do it for you. Nah, let's get that PPV no. bag. Wait, baby. wait, wait. To, <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait. I'll come back on before I retire and like call out some people. Oh, that'd be fucking. Yeah, awesome. we'll do it. I promise you, that we'll do it. Yeah, because that's that's good for you, not yeah. me. Have you got a Have you got a bounce? Yeah, I got to go soon. Got to do the kid thing. Yeah, I'm already missing pickups. The two fifty, so I'm not gonna get there. Uh, I've enjoyed you. No, honestly, like it's funny how long it's been in the works for, and to finally get it done, I'll be watching it probably smiling the whole time. Like that's that's what I thought it was gonna be like. But no, it's cool. I really appreciate you having me. I was the same before. Like you're doing it the right way, and it's awesome to see. I'm sure a lot of other people look up to you. Um, it's a good platform to see like how to get it done. No, I appreciate yeah. that. And nah, I've said it before as well, but massive fan of... I don't Let's like go. AFL at all. I don't uh, watch... AFL sucks, man. Don't, don't watch it. it. But, hey, yeah. I, I, I want to come watch a game. I'll get you tickets. It's all, man, tickets are easy. When when does we the start? We start in March. We start in March. I know, age, that's what when I'm did you finish? We started. We finished in September. Oh, I should have gone then. You should have, yeah. That's a big game. I probably wouldn't have got your tickets then. Like, that was like the finals. Oh, I know someone though. Oh, yeah. You know me? Yeah. And Sammy. <laughs> Sammy's going to pay for the tickets. So, no, nah, Sammy just... I'm not getting Sammy tickets. He'll get... He, He's going to pay for them. Does, wait, he know, does he know everyone? Yeah. He'll get tickets to anything. Yeah, you want to go to Canelo Plant? Done. <laughs> yeah, quick flight. Who's going to fly us? Have you been to any big fights? Nah, man. They're always like in the time... Like they're always like December or May or like, you know, Cinco de Mayo. Like those big fights I want to watch. Like yeah. or Floyd's always in season. Yeah. He's never in like September to fucking December. Dude, I've been in Vegas for... And can you even get a ticket if you're there? Oh, I've never even tried, man. Yeah. I actually regret that about living there. Like, I, I never went to any football games. I just never did any of the cliche What'd shit. What'd you do? Well, fucking worked. Yeah. I worked and then just chased girls gambled, like a dickhead. Gambled, <laughs> but, That's yeah. been a dickhead. That's just living the dream. Yeah, true. Especially uh, in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, yeah oh my God, you're Aussie. Oh, man. Every time we went over there, it was like, what sport do you guys play? Oh, they don't know football. But like, oh, it's kind of like rugby and soccer. Oh, you play Aussie rules. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was, like, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, you guys are so tall. I'm like, mm. yeah, well, yeah, whatever. Got that long, um, long personality. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was in Vegas for um, like Manny and Floyd. Oh, uh, like I was what that same weekend because nah, Ma- Ma- Vegas Supercross was always. Oh, that was the fifth of May. Yeah, that was of always the fifth of May weekend. Yeah, yeah, they always fought that weekend. Yeah, so I was always in Vegas for Supercross, so I never got to see any of that shit. And I always just thought I'd be there for way longer than but I was. It'd be like does motocross at night or daytime? 
Nighttime. time oh. yeah because it was super cross like in the stadiums and shit oh okay okay okay, okay. yeah no I'd, i wouldn't miss that for the world if i was in vegas i would say fuck super cross i'd like hire one guy to go do it but i guess that's your job yeah never went to never went to a ufc fight never and, and that's your like bread and butter i love that shit yeah just never did it yeah oh well. all right well mitch robinson thank you thanks for having me I really appreciate it shout out Gypsy Podcast thanks for uh, doing the bike test with us the other day stay yeah. tuned for the vlog yes stay, stay fuck I forgot about that yeah doing the vlog for you mate and yeah. um, who's editing it for us uh, Ryan's <laughs> if you can get it done ASAP mate the fans are waiting <laughs> I promise them the world and nothing's coming he's not a fan of overtime no, so uh, maybe, maybe someone's gonna pay him more overtime yeah true these young kids these days I remember back in my day mate I get paid a fucking dollar oh, and I, I used to walk 14 miles to get there yeah, I was no just, you didn't I used to, I used you to walk, walk shit dad talking shit <laughs> I used to walk 12k's uphill both <laughs> yeah, ways yeah, yeah. and I had all my tools on my back <laughs> okay mate yeah good one dad no one uh, you fucking Mitch Robbo we'll see you soon nah thanks for having me boys see you. fucking legend that's actually a really good chat that was fun mate